Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Streetwise Theology Out of the Ivory Tower and Back into the Hands of the Invisible Church It's time for Agents of the Silver Screen. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. This is a very special occasion for more than one reason. Yes, for many reasons. Woohoo! Everyone What's say hi everybody? to Joey. Joey's hey. here with us tonight. We also have Dove. Dove's here with us again. Stinks like poop again down here, though. And uh, we also That's have a special guest. Cake. A special guest we talked about last month, uh, Mike, Mr. Michael Word. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I promise it doesn't smell like poop down here because of me. Yes, that's true. That's it's probably, it's probably that is not. true. It's, it's that, probably me. It's no, it's, not. it's actually the cat. It's bums. It's, it's <laughs> the bums. cat. Yeah, it's just terrible. We can't get through a podcast without talking about bums, and we can't get through a podcast without talking about Athena. I think Athena has made it in yes, every single podcast yeah. so think, far. <laughs> yeah, that might be true. <laughs> we need to have this, her on here. The special, la- the special ladies in our life. Bums and Athena. Oh my word! Well, <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. for you, but one special one. <laughs> one is not okay. Um, yeah, so no, I know that was that was a joke. Now we invited Mike on the show because Mike has been licking his chops, um, oh, yeah. looking at the Star Wars podcast, talking with us about it for the last couple months. He knew it was coming. He knew uh, we were going to be talking about it. So uh, we we talked with him about it. We invited him on to share his opinion. Mike, what what especially did you? want to come on for this episode just about Star Wars? Well, I mean, what, what, did you, what was the reasoning? Well, for a while now, I've been hanging out with you guys and like, McDonald's and over dinners <laughs> and just chatting movies. I mean, we've been doing that for years. Yeah, and I've we've, never... we, we've been talking about movies forever. We yes. do it even when we're not on the podcast. Oh, it's great. I love it. But I never really felt like I had a whole lot to contribute that you guys didn't already like already know in spades and all that stuff but with star wars i don't know guys i think you think you're a little wrong he he doubts us he doubts us significantly this is gonna be interesting this this will be good (laughs) yes i promise you that nobody's gonna be happy with my opinion oh Oh, wow oh wow wait a minute (laughs) well no that's probably true because if he gives his opinion on anything else other than the last jedi i'll probably disagree but i think i think we have similar opinions the thing about the little bit that we've talked about yeah I okay, think, well, I maybe think his opinions have, have changed. The, thing, have. the <laughs> thing, too, about Mike is he doesn't just watch the movies and stuff like we do, but he gets into the whole non-canon yeah, storyline. Mike, Mike, Mike is a bigger Star Wars nerd than probably all three of yep. us. So. Yeah, for um, sure. He's definitely sure. Mike, and, or I think Luke and I have both said that that we tend to almost be more Star Wars observers. I don't know if, yes. if Dove, do you? What do you call yourself? A fan or I'm an a, observer I, well, or, oh, or that's, a hater? That's a tough one. No, not 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 none, none of the above. above. Yeah, but but, I, Luke, but Mike definitely sure calls himself a fan. Mike I'm definitely a fan. Not so. so much that I've read every single book. Well, that no, the but, extended yeah. universe has to offer. Yeah, right. I actually haven't read many of the books. Well, there's like two thousand of them. So exactly. Yeah. I just don't know even where to start, guys. But no, I yes, <laughs> but, but I, it definitely gives us a different perspective on this because we talk yeah. about Star Wars yeah. a lot because it's really I'm prevalent right now in the Hollywood universe, and yes. sometimes none of us are happy with it. Right. So we tried yeah. to bring on somebody yes. who might have a different opinion. Yeah, too. back in back in the early two thousands, it was all about Lord of the Rings. 
and um and 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 let's Star get back, Wars was let's there get too. Back. That's well, yeah. Star I mean, Wars was prequels, there too, but not not in as, as episode one through three. Not in as glorious of a light, though. You know, uh, five years ago <laughs> it was all all about Marvel, and it kind of still is all about Marvel. But kind of right now, Star Wars is still yeah. Star Wars kind is of, taking yeah, the limelight a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the limelight right now. And that is until um, uh, Infinity Gauntlet comes out. Uh, but anyway, Infinity uh, Gen- oh yeah, what is it? Um, Infinity, Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars. Stones. Infinity Wars or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, that's right. Infinity um, Wars. That's right. Come on, Joey. With that note. <laughs> Sorry. This <laughs> they they changed the name, though. They we usually, it, so. we usually do um, uh, a couple segments in this podcast, but we're not going to do that today since we have such strong opinions about Star Wars. How do the and since it's such a massive universe, Star yes, Wars the Hollywood Hollywood is kind of all focused on on, on Star Wars right now. I should say pop culture is kind of focused on Star Wars right just right now, and we need to address this. We need to give it the full attention it deserves. Uh, several times in this podcast, when we're talking about Star Wars, I've had to stop us talking about it because we were devoting too much attention to it when we're talking about I don't know Split or we're talking about right. uh, you know Pirates of the Caribbean. We started talking about Star Wars. It's like okay, we got we got to cool it. Yep. This time we're just going to open the floodgates. And this entire podcast will be dedicated just to discussing Star Wars. Yep. That's what we're here That's to do. right. And we'll open the floodgates, and then we'll probably close the floodgates after this. And you know, we'll come back to it. Well, who knows? We'll come it ba- might generate we'll come back more to it in about. Well, we'll come back Maybe. to it in about two weeks when the next Star Wars is <laughs> Okay. Well, the next one is going to be the Han Solo solo Before movies, we get right. started <laughs> on that, though, we're still going to play <clears throat> Known For. And before the podcast started, I gave us all an actor, and we all wrote down the four the top four movies that we think this actor starred in Dove. Who do you think? Okay, I said Samuel Jackson on IMDb. When you go Samuel there, it L. gives Jackson. four video. It gives four movies that this actor is known for in IMDb's opinion. I'm not <laughs> sure what they base it on, but uh, so I, we did Samuel Jackson and Dove thinks that these four movies show up when yep. you go to IMDb. When none of us Samuel have looked at this. L. No, none, none of us have looked at this. So Samuel L is a real tough one because he is just in everything. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I Every what I pretty much did was I just picked the four movies that came to my head okay. right away. What do you okay, got? Here's what we I, got. I should say Samuel L. Jackson has almost made a career out of cameos, but like they're not even really cameos. <laughs> That's true. Right. He ends up being. In You're just like, oh, cameo. he's in this. So I have Unbreakable, Die Hard with a Vengeance, The Hateful Eight, and Kong Skull Island. Okay, all right. Those are Dove's four. Those, yep. are, actually, those are my four. Those are really good. Joy, those are really good. All right. Um, I, I have Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's not a movie that people love or anything, but I feel like it's one that gets mentioned with his name all the time just because it's so ridiculous. He had the only good line in the whole movie. Yeah. Well, And then Hateful Eight. Uh, I have Winter Soldier. Okay. Uh, I felt like he he's got to he, be in. It's, I feel like they have to have a Marvel movie up there. And then I have Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Okay, Mike. I went with well, uh, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Gosh darn it. And then <laughs> I <laughs> Mike's already because I had Tarantino on the mind. I went with yeah. Hateful Eight because I think that's one of his most mm-hmm. recent ones. Yeah. yeah. And just following that rabbit hole down, I went Django Unchained because uh-huh. he actually had a fairly prominent role in that yeah. one. And then I went with Marvel's Avengers. Because yeah. that was the kind of the peak of I the whole. I have the exact same list as you, except I switched out uh, Marvel Django? with Black Snake oh. Moan. I have the rest of them. I have oh, okay. Eight, you have Django and Pulp Fiction. Oh. Those right. are four. Wasn't and, he? He and, was a minor role in Django, though, wasn't he? He um, was. He was the like the he was like the butler, right? Or, yeah, well, the slave butler. Yeah, but kind, he was a minor role, kind of like Gandalf was a minor role. I mean, he no. wasn't like it was. He was still not in a it, lot of screen you know? time, but he was, you know, kind of a. Game changer. I know, yeah, I know he was. I know he was prominent in the story. And the winner is. Getting a lot of screen time. A. Well, 
Dove, you had one. Oh. <laughs> Which one? Oh, wait. Hateful Known eight. for. Hateful ready? Eight. It's got to be. Pulp Hateful Fiction, eight. number one. Okay. Yeah. Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction makes sense. Eight. I, number eight. two, The Hateful Eight. Hey. Okay. I think we all had Hateful Eight actually we did. on there. Number three, Snakes on a Plane. Good job. Yeah, boy, Joey. Get, boy. get that trash out of here. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. I'm telling you. Be, all right. I'm telling you, that movie ridiculous. lives in infamy. It's just so ridiculous <laughs> yeah. that people are like, when people think Samuel L. Jackson, they think Snakes Known on a for Plane. Snakes on a Plane. And uh, we should have had more Quentin Tarantino on the mind because the last one is Jackie Brown. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that wow. surprises really? yes. me. Yes. I'm just I told I'm, you before I'm happy that to get one. I am right, really yeah. re- I got two, so I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, 50%. That's probably better than I think that's actually been my batting average. <laughs> um I'm really surprised that there's no Marvel. I'm really surprised there's no Star Wars, and I'm actually really surprised that there's no Unbreakable. So I'm not surprised there's no Star Wars. Why? <sighs> I, I, again, yeah, I, again movies I mean again this is probably a personal Those movies weren't like Critically well yeah. received. Yeah. I didn't think critics. Pl- oh, we really should figure out what plays into. But snakes IMDb on a plane was critically well received. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is, this I don't is, think the well, critics. I think they just random. They randomize it just like we do. This yeah, I think. Ridiculous. I think. I mean, no, for, I me, per- for me, that, for me, that movie was a, that movie is a massive cult following. Yeah, it's, and for me, and for me personally, it was yeah, I must be living on a rock. It was a I've never seen it. It was a cultural phenomenon. It was. It was absolutely cult classic instantly. Instantly, the day it came out. Snakes. You know, some some movies take a long time to become a cult classic the only cult classics in retrospect that instantly the day came out it was like cult maybe classic. i should see it it was not yeah, no, no yeah. i'm not gonna see it yes yeah. so uh, everyone who went to go see it came back talking about it because it was just so ridiculous it's so ridiculous <laughs> anyway <laughs> i mean everyone who saw the trailer was like what yeah no. i know exactly <laughs> snakes on a plane lol and they're like jumping around like they have legs well there I, are I, some I jumping flying around i've seen it i haven't seen it is there some like hollywood evolution in this movie or something i have no oh. idea uh, it's it's uh, it's actually a shame that of the ages of the solar screen, none of us have seen it. We actually, out of principle, snakes on a plane should go see it. I've seen snakes. Oh, on you see? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, really? oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh. Whew, thank goodness. Oh, Our yeah. credibility is intact. You're good. No, no, you're good. <laughs> Why do you think it was on there? We I have mean, a representative. I mean, I mean, I would say I, uh, because I mean, based on my list, I actually haven't seen Hateful Eight, but I knew it was more recent. So, it, right. and, you know, and he was known for because don't he was, bother. He was the main main character. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to based on what you had told me. But the, I mean, for me, when I think Samuel L. Jackson, the first two images that come in are are scenes from from snakes on a plane specifically the line was mike mike was talking about and i also always think of of this of the sith emperor just throwing mace windu out the window so <laughs> you're like, like yes those are like i mean those are pretty much what samuel jackson is known for in my Kill mind so. oh, man. i think there's a pun there mace windu out the window yeah. uh, uh, mace out the window out the window <laughs> that is that's terrible dude I, I guess maybe now's not the right time to start throwing in snoke theories that he's mace windu and that he survived the fall from the snoke theories that's yeah. pretty cool well that's I a like great it. that's a great segue I into like our big ticket item which Woo! is the time that we're going to be spending on all this now what i did was i told all of the agents and our junior agent michael um <laughs> junior <laughs> agent mike i told him we're going to start off with the segment um give i'm going to ask i'm going to ask each, on it. each person yeah and we'll, we'll get some badges <laughs> i'll wear we'll some badges um i'm going to ask each person what they liked and then uh, we're going to ask them what they didn't like. Then we're going to open up for general discussion, and we're going to close it out with uh, closing thoughts from each individual. Okay, so Dove, um, I said I was going to start off with you. Tell us all what you liked about it. Now, this, this obviously is about Star Wars, uh, The Last Jedi, but mm-hmm. the discussion we all know is inevitably going to be coming to 
uh, discuss the Star Wars universe as a whole. And just knowing us could turn to whatever. So yes, but we're trying to stay on track. Yeah, we're trying to stay on track. Trying to stay on track. Right. This um, a Star Trek. Okay. Anyway. What we're going to try to Puns do is we will be discussing, I mean, since we have so much time and we're dedicating this to Star Wars, we will be discussing, you know, The Last Jedi, but it is also we'll delve into the entire universe and how this plays into the whole, um, you know, nine episodes. So Dove, or, you know, it's going to end up being like 12 episodes with all the side stories, the 13 story episodes. Well, no, I yeah. mean, they've already announced episode, like, like not even just the side stories. Like, the, the, like they've, they've already announced, um, um, what, 10, 11, and 12. What? Yep. And we'll get into that too because they announced some interesting stuff about it. But we'll get into that too. Oh my yeah, Lord, from what Star I hear. Oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, they are they are gonna they are gonna plug this until they they don't make any more money, and that's not gonna happen for a long and time. You know what? You can't you can't blame it. It's a good business decision. Yeah, I would do the, I would do the same thing. <laughs> so Dove is going to start us off in this segment. Dove, tell us what you liked about. Okay. It. Um, well, uh, I'll start off by saying like a big reason of how I felt was also predicated on how my preconceived notions going in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, because we all have, you know, based on how we see it, a lot of times we go in with these preconceived notions. Sometimes they turn out to be true. Sometimes they turn out not to be true. <laughs> I'm <laughs> grinning over here. You know, <laughs> so that plays into my how much I went into this movie. Okay, yeah, so that's I a don't good know. Point. Listen, and I don't. Luke's asking me what I like about it. He's also going to ask me what I didn't like about it. <laughs> so whether or not this answer fulfills that, I really don't know. Okay. okay. Um, That's fair. So, and I and I'll start because going into it, what I was thinking going in, okay, um, and that goes back to the Force Awakens. You know how critical I was of the Force Awakens, and uh, and what it did for me. Now, yeah, going into this or one, didn't do for you, or, I guess. or didn't do for or whatever you want yeah. to call it, did yes. to you, <laughs> right? It affected. It really affected. That movie affected how I saw Star Wars as a whole from that mm-hmm. point on. It yeah. really did. And uh, the first time, it was really neat, too, because I remember I remember specifically the first time I laid eyes on Star Wars. I think I was 12. And we had a neighbor, and he had, he had me in his house for about 30 seconds. It was like a minute. And I walked in, and they had Empire Strikes Back on. And it was during the oh, scene where... that was my where, first, too. Yeah. It was, really? Yeah, I actually started cool. with. It's actually the highest rated Star Wars on IMDb. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. Right. it was that's, good. That's and, a general fan. Whenever, whenever the favorite. dark side wins, maybe they should take a, a note. Whenever the dark side's better, the ratings go up. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> the dark side is way cooler than the light side. But anyway, um, the very scene that I saw on there, my first impression of it was it was actually on the catwalk when Luke and Darth Vader were fighting. Yeah, I happened Ooh, to walk okay. in during that moment. Mm-hmm. And I was just glued. I could not stop watching what was going on. That's it. Just had some yeah. type of fantastical, and I think that's what it had on everybody right. that watched it. Mm-hmm. And so from that point on, I, I became extremely interested in everything because it sucked me so much into this fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and it and it remained that way even with the horribleness of the prequels, you know, that George Lucas did with Anakin and all that stuff. Um, what the Force Awakens did, I was so hyped for it, you know, going back and the trailers and what they were doing and the best minds in the business and they're going to blow this out of the water. It's going to be awesome. And it was just such the opposite to me. Yeah. That towards the end, okay, I was like, boom. And then I got over my, you know, kind of ranting and raving. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's what happened. So the trailers come out for Last Jedi mm-hmm. and the music. Mm-hmm. Which I but which before was just so like I just loved it mm-hmm. and he, and what what I felt was nothing. Mm-hmm. 
I there actually, was no, there was no thrill. There was no uh, bad taste. It was really just there. It is. Oh, and that's okay. how I, I really, I really felt. You know, the the music, which just so thrilled me when the Force Awakens trailer came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I was it's just elated. When this one came out, I just I was this is I was okay. Cool. Right. Yeah, I was. I mean, I had and I had bad things to say about it with the, with the trailer. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, I, was, I, I was just like, I was is, just like, Ugh. this is this is how I felt, and this is and <laughs> I was self aware enough to realize what I was thinking, you know. And I'm watching. I'm going, okay, cool. That the music did nothing, the visuals did nothing. I'm just watching. I'm going, hmm. that translated. Now that that stayed with me going into the movie. Mm-hmm. And I and I actually told somebody this at church. We were kind of talking about it, and he was like, "So you know, you excited for next Star Wars?" And I was like, "Um, I think I just I'm just it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me anymore. Yeah. Either way, either yeah. way. Yeah. And this is why I don't know if this satisfies Luke's answer. So I go into it, right? And and I'm remember how I felt, you know, when the first music starts and, yeah. the, and the yellow letters, and you're supposed to get all excited. I felt nothing. I felt nothing. I the felt Force Awakens had there was sucked no his soul. Yeah, there was well, this, there was no thrill, <laughs> but there was also no any type of animosity either. Mm-hmm. It was I was just right, and I'm just watching it. He I was, was resigned mm-hmm. to watch the train, and I knew how I felt. Man, I remember when the Phantom Menace <laughs> came out. I was four, uh, how old was I? I forget how old I was in Phantom Menace, but anyway, when that came out and the music started at the beginning, thrill. I'm like this. Oh man, the music it's so great. Yeah, this one it was a Force Awakens. Same thing. This one, I uh, was just, okay. And it was that way throughout the movie. There were cool, really cool parts in it that I knew if I wasn't feeling this way, I would have been like, awesome. Mm-hmm. Like when, when Kylo Ren t- t- turns the lightsaber over on Snoke. Normal uh, spoilers, spoilers, by the way. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah. Hey, Which, listen, I mean, man. I mean, you got to see it. That right? should this be yeah, obvious at this This whole thing's with spoilers. Yeah, this thing is, we're, anyway. yeah, we're going to get into everything. So, so when he's turning alert. that... I'm sitting there in the theater going, I should think this is a lot cooler than it really is. Mm-hmm. That's and just an like, and it goes, Poosh, and it goes, it goes, and the thing goes, and I'm like, cool. Right? Yeah. And the same thing, it's like everybody's getting all upset about Ray fighting Luke, right? Yeah. And she's, bah, 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 and he kind of falls over, right? And everyone's like, oh, he, she shouldn't beat Luke. And I'm going, that, that makes sense. I mean, there, there's no, in there's, his defense, she had a lightsaber and right. he had like a metal rod. Right. You know, I, it right. It you know to me. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter. Makes sense. Hmm. Uh, that makes sense. That's Ray's character. She just beats everyone. Okay, so right. That fits. So I'm like, I'm you know, people are upset. I'm like, I'm not upset. That that yeah, yeah, okay. And that's how it was for me throughout the entire thing. And I think Star Wars for me as a whole, I feel nothing for. I feel nothing for the music. Indifference. It's complete indifference. What I liked about it. Wow. Um, I, know, I, know, this, I don't know why you this don't is like a, it. This is actually crazy. I mean, this. I mean, you know, a lot of times people will say like indifference is worse than anger. Yeah. And this I actually, this, this, actually this actually might be a great example yes. of of that because yes. as angry as I have been at these recent Star Wars, I have totally different opinions. But Dove feels nothing. I really do. Now this is, and and I, I'm self aware enough to realize that I feel nothing, yeah. and I know it's kind of an anomaly, but that truly, truly, that is how I feel. Okay. If she goes off and does just the impossible, yeah. I would sit there and go, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. If 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 it completely changes, uh, which I don't expect. Yeah, I right. mean, I'll, I'll just yeah. be like, oh, cool. Yeah. I just, it just, it. Yep. 
my yeah i guess you could say indifference now get, getting to the movie that's how i felt going in that's mm-hmm. how i felt coming out and i just went okay that's how yeah. you felt when you were coming out that's too. how right. i feel right now right. that's how i'm gonna feel when the next trailer comes out i'm right. not gonna feel anything mm-hmm. hmm. and uh so i think force awakens ruined star wars for me in that i just don't think it's there's anything for it in me for me anymore uh. there's no thrill and there's no anger um, you kind of really like, looked, like, uh, looked at the Force Awakens and said, "Okay, this is this is where they're going. Uh, they're going to leave me. They're going to leave me behind. It's like some, where yeah, they're going. and I'm okay with that. Okay, it's like somebody at peace. I, okay, I, I, cool. <laughs> I'm going. Like, I'm like. I'm like. I. It's like I could. <laughs> I'm going to see this." You can say you're going to see it for a podcast. Sure. Would you? If someone said, "Hey, you want to go see Star Wars tonight?" I go. Go. Sure. Yeah. Hey, do you want to skip Star Wars and go to McDonald's? Yes. <laughs> I don't. I, it's, it's just well, to cool. Be fair. I, it's totally cool, man. I don't. I. It's, yeah. it's whatever. And so, but go into it's the like, actual. It's like somebody just subscribed uh, or prescribed, I should say, prescribed uh, Dove like Star Wars antidepressant meds. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I'm, I'm, he feels I'm, nothing. I feel nothing. I'm not even depressed. I'm not, no, I'm no not, you were depressed. Oh, and now I they, was. Now well, they I was prescribed angry. you. I was angry. Right, and now they prescribed you these you these know, medication, and you feel nothing. I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> probably what it is. Um, <laughs> so it's like, a, you know, whatever. Um, and so, but going to the actual movie, um, I do want to say a cu- just a couple quick points that yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was looking, though, for, which I already knew to be true, that we weren't going to really get an explanation of race powers. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yes. They did put a little plug, which I felt like was a plug, and it wasn't well thought out. I thought that there was backlash on this. She is way too over the top. And right. I felt like they felt that. And the proof of that is how they plugged a small little tidbit in of why she beat Kylo. It was a very little tiny thing where Snoke goes, you were wounded and you were bested by a woman with no training. Yeah. Boom. And I went, okay, that's over. We're moving on. Yes. There was no. Yeah, I mean, but he essentially, yeah, he gives the he gives the reason. Right. At least, at least, Ryan Johnson tried to cover for that moment. Well, <laughs> tried to cover for that obliteration, um, abomination was just that right. he was essentially Snoke says, you know, you killing Han, you know, split you, made you weak, right? right. And so, and he, he attributes that to that's what it you know, was. whether that's that was whether, the reason. You no, know, it's 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 kind of a weak cover up, but at least kind at least, of it's, kind it's, of it's, it's, right. No, it well, was. I don't, well, I don't want to say it was that. weak. He it was his father. I can I can get behind yeah, yeah. the fact that it it splits him, and wait, he's wait, so wait, wait, concerned. By that, I, that. I have a thought about that. If, if, um, and here, and here's what it is. When, when that came up, I went, okay, they addressed it, and I went, it was obviously not well thought out. Yeah, it was just a plug to appease people who thought sh- that was ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm. how much so pleasing went, did it do though? Right. Not well, much. I don't really care not anymore. Much. But <laughs> I didn't think it would. <laughs> right. It's a, it's it's it, no. It's proof. It's proof that that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? that's sure. what that was. Like it's okay since they did the kind of the plug. It's proof that they didn't know where they were going with that. Mm. And so, and that brings me back huh. to the whole thought of it. Did you even see, after, after the, the Force Awakens came out, the theories on who Ray was and why she was so powerful were just yes. everywhere. Yes. Yes. And we're yep. sitting here going, you're not getting an explanation, yes. folks. Right. You're not getting it. You have to understand Hollywood. Right. Okay. And what they try, their agendas they try to push. You right. must. Take that into account. No, she must be. The best theory I heard was somebody at church. And I actually was like, you know what? That's the best theory I heard. Mm-hmm. He said Ray was Anakin reincarnated. Okay. And I went, you know what? <laughs> I said, 
That is the most. That is probably the most accurate thing, uh, best one I've heard so far. They have all kinds of stuff. Well, I, right. like, I don't know. Like I a, think I think the lack of addressing it, though. I don't know. I think that there's some reasoning behind right. that. There, because I actually disagree with you. You you were saying the the explanation. You weren't going to get one. We'll, we'll 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 save your disagreements uh, for yeah, uh, uh, Joe. Oh, oh, discussion. We're on it already. I know, okay. Hold on a second. So no, yeah, Joey, the, I'm the, right there the, with you. The I'm plug, thinking. Go ahead. All the stuff. Go ahead. No, right. So the plug confirmed for me that that was something that they were trying to kind of fix in the next one. Right. Okay. okay. Um, and then I I was getting a little bit ahead of myself. So I was like, okay, there it is. Not that I care anymore because I don't. But, but okay. <laughs> oh, okay. my gosh. Now, now I got to ask you this. We got we to predicate this then and say this. This is Dove explaining Star Wars as if he cared. Let's pretend Dove cared, <laughs> and everything after this will be the explanation. I think there are glowing embers that just need to be rekindled. <laughs> okay. All it takes is a good no, Star what, Wars what, movie? Make, no, what? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I don't I think, think we're... I, well, here's I think another, this is a good Star Wars thing. movie. Here's so. another thing. I don't think we're getting one. Yeah, yeah. And, I, this, yeah. and Joey, oh. Joey, Joey will disagree with me yes. on this. I think the strongest of the latest Star Wars, Joey mm-hmm. will totally disagree with me. Mm-hmm. Don't you say Rogue One. But I, I will put you, as, strong, I'll push you out of your chair. The strongest I'm not a fan one. of Rogue One. Yeah, I know you're not a fan of Rogue One either. But it's not as bad as you think it is. Yes, it is. It's Trust really me. not. Okay, well, we'll get into that. Hold I, I think. Are you going to say Rogue One's the strongest one? I am. Listen, Joey's getting out of his chair to push Dove. I, I, I was Murder in the, Luke's the la- basement. I guess the last thrill that I ever, <laughs> uh, the last thrill I experienced when Darth. You Vader, think Rogue One is better than this movie? When Darth Vader came out and just pwned everybody, I'm like, thank you. I've been, I've been wanting to see that for a while. Oh, it was yes. amazing. Right. Okay, it so that cool. that really helped with that. But anyway, I um, saw an eight bit version of that on the internet. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody turned it into like this little eight bit montage thing, like you would see at the beginning of one of those like 1994 Star Wars video games. Right. Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That is cool. But uh, and the second thing, and this is this is going into it too about like not getting an explanation. Um, the, the theories you heard of who Ray was and who her parents were will explain how powerful she is. Blah right. blah blah. Yeah, that's true. Yes. And w- and right. I was saying I don't think you're getting an explanation. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. You know, and people were really kind of like against that. Yeah, like right, you're just right. saying that because you don't yes. like her and right, all this right. stuff. And it's like, yeah. dude. And this and it came true. It came stinking true. When he, she was talking with Kyla, and it's like, you know who your parents were? Who? Nobody. Right. It's right. like, there goes okay, the unless, I mean, I, I, mean, I disagree, but second, Unless, I'm I, can't, you, I can't respond Here's the yet. thing. I know. Here's what, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> you're thinking you're still going to get one. No, maybe the I'm next not. movie, maybe no. the one after that. We're well, still actually, gonna we are going to get one. They're going to totally oh. cover it up because J.J. Abrams is back, but we'll discuss that. We'll that get was, to that. That was the point I was going to get to. So we haven't received... Um, uh, an explanation of why she was so proud, which which makes me go, and that together with the plug, yeah, makes me mm-hmm. say these guys, to a, a little bit of a point, are listening to right. the angst of us, you right. know, and they're going, mm-hmm. uh, we kind of, you know, just mm-hmm. was like that was a little over the top. We need to have it. We need to kind of explain it a little, right. Yes. But we just can't, you know. So they did the Kylo thing. That Ray is just a nobody. Yeah. Um. So I just wanted to point out that uh, because of that, I, f- I feel like they are, and which can be a good thing. They are kind of listening. People are saying things and they're listening to it, and it seems like they're kind of trying to. I thought it was a stronger movie than Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Just you still think nothing. Rogue One is stronger than than the Last I, Jedi? I do for one reason. Joe's getting out of his I chair. Do, I do for one reason, and that is 
they did really well with Darth Vader, who is way more popular and polarizing than any other character in there, even more than Han and everything. He's the most famous. And they they fulfilled a need that I had to see him in real action like that. Mm-hmm. So um, one so one scene where Darth Vader fails was better to you than the entire than re- an entire movie of mediocrity. Ex- yes, absolutely. Well, the last I agree Jedi with that. isn't well, hold mediocre. Hold on a second. Yes. Wait, mediocrity. And you have to remember. No. And you have to remember no. too, Joey. You have to remember. Here, and here's what you have to remember. Remember how I was going in. Okay, because nothing thrilled me. There was nothing about that. The racist. I, I felt like that scene with um, uh, Finn. And the and the Asian girl, I forget yeah. her name. Of yeah. course, they're forgettable characters. Rose, I don't like I the char- guys. Listen, I don't. I don't really like the. Well, they're okay. I just. I don't know. I feel nothing. Mm-hmm. But the, all right, the, we're moving. The, the weird scene of them going to that one planet and releasing the horse thingies. Yes, I was like, that's okay, strange, but whatever. Uh, it's Star Wars. <laughs> so so um, yeah, all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, combined. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, Here we that's, go. Dove's, uh, that's Dove's initial thoughts. Yeah, on those Star are Dove's Wars. initial thoughts. She beats, she beats Lucas. Get angry. Of course she beats him. It's Ray. What yeah. do you expect? Yeah. Here's the that's rebuttal. Well, I mean, it's a good point. Here, um, comes, here comes the to, rebuttal. In my, in my opinion of, of what Dove had just said, it's I, I think I understand what he's talking about. It's kind of like there were Star Wars cruise ships that came into port every year for a while there and they were fun they'd explain what they were going to do and i'd get on and say "Woo, yes this is great and i'd go on the uh, star wars cruise ship and come back and say that was a lot of fun but this year or maybe last year they said hey come on this is what we're going to do and they described to me star wars the force awakens and i'm like yeah you go have a good time and they go and have a good time and there there are you can see them off on the shore having their own good time you're like I guess is that kind of what you're, yeah. what you're feeling? Like they're Pretty having much, a good time, yeah. but whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm happy for him. Great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We're moving Here on we go. to the next one. Joey, All go right, ahead. So for what, our, what, what did you like about it? For our longtime listeners, <laughs> I think our first episode, right? Yes. It was, was Rogue, Rogue One. one. Yes, it was Rogue One. You wow. guys know that Rogue One is wow. an abomination. Anyone who <laughs> anyone who has listened to the soothing sounds of my screeches and, and, and known my pain knows that Rogue One is an abomination. Yes. Um, I think it's the worst out of out of the three that we've gotten, but mm-hmm. I, I can understand the argument for Force Awakens. Your opinions cause, cause are tainted because of the certain things that have done. No, they're not. They they're are really not. Tainted. <laughs> um, uh, the Force Awakens, however, um, I uh, and, re- and remember just to recap my thoughts on Force Awakens. I actually really like the first half of the movie, and then once um, Kylo takes his helmet off, I think it all goes downhill really quickly. Right, um, and that kind of ruins the whole movie for me. The other thing I realized. Yes. The other thing I realized while watching The Last Jedi is that um, neither of the two movies that we've gotten have actually felt like Star Wars to me. Hmm. Disney has attempted to capture the magic and totally missed it Mm -hmm. on its first two things. To me, The Force Awakens is a very good J.J. Abrams film until it turns to crap and then it's a bad J.J. Abrams film. But to me, it's always a J.J. Abrams film. I mean, he does very Star Trek-like things that he did in the new Star Trek remakes in Star Wars. And I realized that it it didn't totally feel like Star Wars to me. There's some real cinematic cinematographic i don't know how to pronounce that word but anyway there's some real like physical reasons why it feels like a jj film and oh not yeah a no Star I, Wars I know film. that i know that i mean i mean even the scene where like they're chasing the the crazy monsters through the spaceship that are like with the tentacles that oh are, like, yeah. eating people yeah. it's very jj oh it's a it's, perfect it's, example yeah it's very very jj and very less like star wars but I, it's still enjoyable to me again until kylo takes his helmet off and then rogue one was just <laughs> a 
a um, a bad version of Saving Private Ryan in space. So um, so again, neither really feel like Star Wars to me. So um, that's this still a, that's is still a better plot. So I came out of this. I've seen this movie twice. <laughs> Boom roasted. I've seen the last. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the last. I've seen the last Jedi twice. Um, wow. Mike Mike uh, boosted it for me before going in the first time. It's true. And so he was like, "Bro, nine out of ten. So we'll see if he still thinks that or not. Wow. But, but um, but uh, but yeah. So he was really digging it, and I was like, "All right." I was like, "We'll see." And I went in with my same reservations that I've had about the Star Wars films the way the way Dove had. Now it hadn't it hadn't sucked my soul out of my heart or out of my body. I guess I hadn't taken any <laughs> antidepressants, but I I was I was angry. I've been angry about it. Um, right. And so I went in, um, and that definitely colored my vision of the film initially in terms of like watching it. Because every time they made a mistake early on, I was yeah. like, bro, I was like, again, come yeah. on. Yeah, what are yeah. we doing here? Right. Let's go. Yeah. But to me, it's almost like this weird, like almost like a roller coaster where Star Wars at The Force Awakens started off. Right. And mm-hmm. it was going up, going up, going up. Yeah. And then plummeted. Yeah. Yeah. And then to me, yeah. it almost like started where The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi almost starts at that, that bottom where, where, where Force Awakens bottomed out. And then to me, it actually goes up. So I love this movie. Okay. I really dig it. I came out of the theater the first time and texted Mike, finally a real Star Wars movie. Uh-huh. And, uh, I was and then, so elated that you agreed with me. And then, we actually, and then we actually went to see it together a second time. And actually some of the issues I had with it weren't as bad because I was seeing it. I, I mean, it really, it, really kind of, it really kind of shows how much like your, your, um, what you're thinking going into a movie yes. really colors it the does. way you view things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm really so glad you liked it. So I did really, I really like am. it. I'm just going to, because I know we're going to get to a general discussion in a minute, I'm just going to give us a few things that I like. I okay. just want to give you a general overview. Yeah. A few things I like, a few things I didn't like. We'll go to Mike and Luke, and then we can get into some of the more gritty details. Things that I really liked, um, Luke, I love what they did with Luke. So so many people are so angry with what they did with Luke. So I think, many people. I think Mark Hamill did an awesome job. I think he did an awesome job acting. Um, and I think uh, I just, I love everything it did. I love the scene with Yoda. Um, the fact that we got Puppet Yoda back versus... Uh, I noticed that, too. Yeah, uh, the fact that we got old Puppet Yoda. I mean, actually, there are several times where this movie pays... pays is it homage? Is that how you say it, right? Homage, yeah. Homage, yeah. yeah. It pays homage to, to the old movies by using old effects. Like, when the Jedi, like, that tree, the Jedi, like, uh, mm-hmm. the, the sanctuary for the books is mm-hmm. revealed, right, with the mist. It's so, like, 80s aesthetic. It's um, awesome. It's uh, so, yeah. like, Yoda yeah. in yeah. the swamps. It's awesome. Um, and then when Yoda shows up, it's... I just... I love that whole scene with the whole conversation with him and, uh, and Luke. I love everything they do with Luke in this movie. Um, I really love... I love that that um, that battle scene. I know you're saying, but when he when he offs Snoke, man, and then they and then Ray and uh, and Kylo duel with the uh, the Red Guard. Oh, I love it. Okay, um, and cool. like I said, so I mean, to me, finally it's like, we get to see those guys fight. Yeah, been waiting six episodes for that. Frankly. And decapitations in a Disney movie. Though. I don't even remember a decapitation. Oh yeah, there's there like, were several. There's like there's like yeah, there's remember. like. There's like the lightsaber through the eye, and I that was that. the decapitation. And there's the dude that gets tossed into the spinning, um, the and spinning then you just things, see like and you red just, mist. Yeah, you just see, yeah, you just see him like get shredded. Oh, that was awesome. Um, so like finally, like a dark, gr- gritty, visceral battle scene. I actually know a bunch of people who had a really hard time with that scene, but really? I really, yeah, they like didn't like it. Okay. Um, but I thought it was awesome. Um, I Do guess you know they, what they didn't like about it? Yeah, so they they've always thought that the the lightsaber battles right mm-hmm. before um, have been like really I guess choreographed, but they yeah. always thought mm-hmm. that fighting with a lightsaber would be 
not really gritty so much as like acrobatics, which is what they've been, mm-hmm, is what right. we've gotten, right? I mean, like that whole yes. the whole battle scene with um Darth Maul. with Darth Maul, right? Yeah. It's just them flipping around yeah. and lightsabers going everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, and so to them, this is like this was like a gritty take on lightsaber <laughs> right. fighting, where like where like real instruments are involved, a very logical, and yeah, yeah, very logical. It's, it's very it's very calculated. It's like having to toss lightsabers to each other and like use them in ways that we've not seen them. They they think that lightsaber battles should all be like you're in total control and mm-hmm. you're a spinning acrobat yeah. who then stabs his enemy in the stomach yeah. and then spins away or something. I don't know. Well, that Fairy would be the fighting. case if you had any like real training. Yeah. But considering neither of them have and yeah. they're literally just making it up well, the as other, they go. Well, the other thing too is, makes is sense. that Kylo's, to me, Kylo's cross guard lightsaber definitely wields a, a much more like heavy like like old oh, yeah. swords, the original yeah. concept, oh, yeah. dude. I, I can tell you, it, probably it the most way. excited I got in that movie. Every time he turned that thing on, it was like he was holding a, a lightsaber chainsaw. I mean, yeah. the, the, look, <laughs> the noise it made, it yeah. was like an engine. I was like, yeah. every time he turned that thing on, I was like, that is just so cool. The, the, the coolest part is every time he turned that thing on, I was like, it was beyond the you know, bzzz, yeah. it was like a wah 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 wah. It yeah. was like this thing is so cool, man. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. So yeah, so I, I just, I mean, to me, it, it all kind of felt like a a Star Wars movie to me i love what i i don't i i mean like i said i definitely have some issues with it um it wasn't perfect but to me this is the first time we've actually gotten a star wars movie in my opinion okay um and i really dug it um and so i um in terms of some of my dislikes um leia I should really just for anyone, for, anyone yes. for anyone who's seen for anyone who's seen the movie should just know what I'm talking about. Force but Leia being blown out of like the cockpit of the ship yes. and flying into space and freezing to death and then being revived and using the force to to bring herself back to the ship long enough so they can bring her inside yes. is ridiculous. <laughs> um, it actually did not hurt as bad the second time I watched it. It didn't seem as ridiculous, but it's still ridiculous. It's still, to me, a blight on the film. Right. And in the words of Harrison Ford from The Force Awakens, that's not how the Force works. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I just, Truth. I just, I just, uh, uh, I just think it's, uh, I just think that well scene said. is, that scene is like to be the biggest blight on the film. Right. <laughs> the other biggest blight is the fact that they cover for why Kylo lose attempt to at least it's like a right. tattoo cover up almost. Right. But uh, right. uh, you know, um, right. but it, it, it's it, they try to cover. Ryan Johnson tries to cover for J.J. Abrams' bad writing in the sense that Kylo, who's supposed to be our big bad, loses to Ray in the first episode um, with that kind of Snoke tiny Snoke explanation. But then at the end of the stinking movie, they're trapped by rocks. Luke, after being after training with Yoda, can't yes. even lift the is the X wing. I think right. right. That's what we call him. Yeah, well, yeah. can't even yeah. lift the X wing. Well, right. And Ray, well, yeah, yeah, I know, but right. Ray, literally in five seconds, they're like, "Oh, we're trapped," and Ray's like, Boom. "Yeah, right." And suddenly, yeah. like, she's lifted all these boulders, and right. she's like, "Ha ha ha!" Yeah. And so I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, she could face off with the if she could lift all those boulders, she could probably throw them at the. Yeah, I mean, she could face off with the whole fleet at well, this point. Yeah. So. What movie was that in where they lifted the rocks and just like shot them at people? Was that a cartoon of some type? Was Probably. Animated film? I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but oh, that's uh, you're thinking of. Um, you're There's thinking of uh, uh, the Last Airbender, Avatar. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, awesome. when he did that, when he was lifting <laughs> up, he, he, he when he was fighting against the Fire Lord, he lifted up the rocks and they but shot he turned like him in, sh- turned him into pebbles. He turned first, pebbles. Shot him yeah, off. So shot him cool. Off. Oh, we're talking about the cartoon, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. 
Yeah, we don't mention that other no, thing. No, the other one. Don't <laughs> even we do it. mention it as a joke. It's actually a lot of fun. I don't even want to mention My, it as a joke. Well, yeah, yeah, we don't want... It's listen, so We, we had one podcast where we mentioned like three of the worst movies of all time in the same podcast. We don't want to do that again. Yes, yeah. Especially not on our Star Wars podcast. It was almost depressing. Yeah, I know. Luke almost like left. What a lot of listeners don't realize is that I had to stop recording and recover for like you know a couple hours and then we continue recording later. Can I say a quick thing about Joey? Just real quick. 10 seconds because um, I respect all that stuff you know and the, I think the difference between our viewpoints is that when Ray lifts all that stuff I'm not mad anymore I'm like of course that's how it works oh right yeah but right. to me they tried to cover for the bad writing from the first one and then I I and I, right, I do agree I, job, I do agree right. to almost make right. sense right. I, I do agree right. that it does sort of work, but I, I mean, I noticed. No, I'm it not the, saying it works. I noticed it. No, I'm no, no. That's, that's no, no. How these I mean, I mean, going. when yeah. she, when she, when she bests Luke, mm-hmm. that uh, that to me was like, oh gosh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. I mean, that was the initial start totally, of it. I was like, totally okay, expected. she bests Han. Mm-hmm. Now totally. she bests Luke. No, there's only right. one more person um, to now best I do to agree, make her I, the strongest. Yeah, I, exactly. Right. I do agree with Mike that yes, I know, I understand that she has a lightsaber, and Luke also hasn't been using his force powers for forever. But then he actually does use the force there to stop himself from falling. Right. So I mean, I, to me, that like works a little bit because to me, him using the force to stop himself from like yeah. falling over and breaking a hip, like to me means that if he wanted to, he could like just like force throw Ray off the island if he had really wanted to, but. No, not with the look in his think, face. No, I know he not with the look no, in his no, face. No, that look in his face is not what you think. Yeah, it is. that look in his face to me is not. It's not him being scared. It's to me, not that fear. look in his face is is not again. Uh, I failed again. Yeah, to me is what is because because uh, he fails with Kylo. I think I don't think so, guys. No, I don't think so. I think you're grasping there. I don't yeah, think I'm grasping. I think, I think it's. Like, However, it's, it's I do like, think well, the, he could if he wanted I do to. Think, no, he does. No, he can't. I do think the boulders. I do think the guy. This is Ray. I do think the boulders. Are inexcusable. I don't think there's any reason for that. <laughs> the boulders. I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, that's just bad writing. Right. Because that to me that was like, this movie is already long enough. We right. don't want to have like Ray right. like lift boulders one by one right. to get them right. out. We just want her just like. Right. So yeah. So I think that was ex- inexcusable. Um, and I feel like there was one other thing that I was really not happy about. Leia. I already said that, but yeah. I mean, it's worth something mentioning. I meant well, second time. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, I feel like there was one other thing, but um, well, well, keep it open for the general yeah, discussion. Well, uh, if you yeah, remember, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it. Back so up. I'm going to so move on. Let those Mike are Joey's take it opening uh, job, Joey. comments. Mike, go ahead. Oh, right. and oh, I'm, no, I'm going to let Mike do. This. Mike's going to say it, so I'm not even going to say it. All right, go, go ahead, Mike. All right. So, like Joey has already said, I went saw the movie first night because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I was of similar opinion to you guys about Force Awakens, maybe not quite as severely as you were, but I think you guys all had really good points when we were talking about it. Yeah. And if did you guys do a podcast for that one? No, not for no, that. It wasn't it just, we, that we weren't around. It, we it came up so much. I mean, it's yeah, come it up enough that we the whole right. podcast. Yeah, yeah we it, had to ban it. I guess. I, yeah, I guess technically we well, talked Luke about banned it. it. I would have talked about it more, but Luke was like, yeah. after after <laughs> the podcast was over, he was like. Could you not mention Force Awakens? Well, well, <laughs> well, in every, yeah. li- in every, I mean, in every list we've ever done that's been about negative things in cinema, <laughs> I mean, love Dove literally yeah. goes, true. Dove literally goes, uh, number one, and I us know. and all of our listeners are like, Force Awakens? Yeah, here we He's go. like, Force Awakens! Yes. <laughs> it oh, did. Luke was right, though. It needed to be stopped being talked about because it would come up every single time. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Just beating uh, the dead horse. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. my word. Yeah. But, we had to forget about but it. But go ahead. You know. All right. I was going to say, you guys... 
<laughs> all the listeners should go back and listen to that podcast, but now you just got to go back and listen to all of them. Yes. Well, I, yes. yeah, right, yeah, well right. if you haven't heard the one about Rogue One, it's definitely worth listening yeah. to after this podcast because yeah, yeah. it, it's definitely a continuation. This one is. Okay. Anyway, Mike, So there were a lot of really good points that you guys brought up that really kind of shaped my idea of the way the movie looked and kind of felt and where the Star Wars universe was going as a whole. And I really thought that this movie specifically was going to be indicative of where the universe was going to head in the future. Uh And there were a lot of really good things that I saw in this movie. But specifically, uh, we we talked about Luke. I want to talk about his character arc. I want to talk about how... What's the word? It it was very cohesive from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. And you don't see that often in a lot of Hollywood action movies where you know, characters are just out to blow stuff up and beat the bad guy. But he starts out in a very specific place. He starts out afraid, um, hiding, running away, essentially being ashamed of the fact that he as a person does not live up to his legend. And at the end of the movie, he has embraced the fact that he as a person is not nearly as powerful as his legend could be. And so he revives the legend sacrificing himself in the process and i know there are a lot of people out there who are really mad but i think that that i think that was the, i think I, I think ask? i think they were obviously just based on the fact that they want to continue this until it doesn't make money anymore mm-hmm. that they were obviously going to have to kill luke at some point and so to me this was like the best way it could have gone out oh it actually. was absolutely yeah. the best way to do and my favorite my favorite point of the entire movie and it still gives me goosebumps I was and so, i do get goosebumps about these movies because i was i was so worried they were gonna have him go I'm out glad like you ben, do. i was so worried they were gonna have him go out like ben kenobi and i was like uh so kylo's gonna kill luke but ray is gonna beat kylo so <laughs> but anyway go ahead yeah actually that's a really interesting point that i was they really worried they were gonna to do that the ben kenobi thing but it turns out that he's actually just playing them the whole time and it's great yeah. and it, it's it really is very interesting to see how he has that conversation with yoda and goes from there to actually being you know a wise old master who's yeah. not focused right on the front but the the original point is that I still get goosebumps, goosebumps yep. from that scene where he's looking out into the horizon, the sun is setting, and then for a split second, you see that second setting sun, yes. and it harkens right back immediately to the first time, yeah. the last time mm-hmm. that we saw those twin sunsets on screen was the night before he left Tatooine. And everything that happens between then and now just goes through your mind instantly, and you just have that huge just blow across the face of nostalgia. Everything that you've been through with Luke, you are literally watching his life flash before your eyes. Mm -hmm. And that particular moment and then they've got Luke's theme written by John Williams, who is a genius, in the background just... It nearly brought me to tears. It was fantastic, and his story as a character is amazing. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about, you know, the difference between hopeful Luke in the original three and old jaded Luke now, you know, how does he get from one point to another? I actually kind of really enjoy that story arc. He's he's not the hero. He's not the hero he once was. And that that's kind of the whole point of the story is that they're handing it off to the new generation. And I may not like the new generation. I much prefer Luke and Han and Leia. And Agreed. Just, they're, <laughs> they're just such good characters. I didn't think you would have an opinion yeah. on that, stuff. But but anyway, so Luke's story ones. is one of the things that I really like. It's my favorite part of the movie. The, yeah, I agree. The other big thing that I want to point toward is 
actually the plugs that Dove was talking about mm-hmm. earlier um, and how, you know, you're taking this small little thing and you just say, oh, well, you know, this is the excuse and now we're moving on. I think that is genius. Ryan Johnson takes everything that J.J. Abrams, all of that those bomb. questions, all of those hidden storylines, those little loose threads, and he says, you guys are asking all the wrong questions. You're not supposed to be asking who are Ray's parents. You're not supposed to be asking where does she get her power. You're not supposed to be asking who is Snoke, where did he come from. You're supposed to be asking the questions, where are these characters going, where are they coming from, and why do we care? Mm-hmm. And none of those answers in all of those little questions that J.J. posed, they're all questions that mean nothing to these characters. They're all backstory. They're all anything. And Ryan Johnson takes it, and he literally just throws it out the window. He just says, yeah, we don't care. We're not talking about where these things happen or where these things are going. Mm -hmm. This is... We're moving on. JJ, you messed up. You did all of these things. You asked all the you wrong done questions. Well, up, JJ. Well, and- <laughs> Seriously. You well, done messed up. JJ, JJ, wrong. JJ, JJ wrong. I wanted Mike to talk about this. I actually skipped over that part because I wanted Mike to talk about this because we agreed. We yeah. both love the fact that he like cut all those fan theories off of the knees. But I mean, specifically, too, uh, for JJ. I mean, this guy is the guy behind what Lost and the Fringe. He's mm-hmm. really great at posing questions that make you go like, "Oh, I wonder what the answer to this is." But he's never good. And then at you giving find you out answers. the answer, and you he's realize never good at giving you answers. Oh no, it's, it's awful. this tantalizing, like bad version of writing. And Ryan Johnson was just like, "So we're not even going to bother to answer those questions. I'm in charge." And Snoke's dead. So right, because the main bad guy is not Snoke; it's Kylo Ren. And yes, he was defeated in the first film, and that was an atrocious. Heavy-handed yeah, well, yeah, I way. See what you it, thought of the th- first one? Just real quickly, first one. Force Awakens. Yeah, it was trash. Joey. It was trash. Okay. Okay. Seriously, it was a bunch of Hollywood propaganda that came out, and it was supposed to be this big money maker, which it was, and it literally had no substance to it whatsoever. It had a scary bad guy who they maybe kind of tried to put a little bit of feeling into, but really it just made him scary into a scary bad wuss. guy who turned into a Sno- My Chemical Romance singer. Yes. Yeah. He. he actually, <laughs> I saw a, more scary, actually. a theory on the internet that Kylo Ren is symbolic of millennials with no um, leadership or instruction, and they just kind of blame everybody else for the situation that they're in, and they just throw little tantrums, and... Uh, I can't remember who was supposed to be symbolic of the. Uh, well, you think that's accurate, or is the it generation? Just a, before. No, I, I think it's theory. an interesting interpretation okay. of the movie. Or, or I don't maybe, know if it's maybe necessarily the, or maybe, intentional or, or, or not. Or, or maybe a symbolic of the way millennials have reacted against the church. <coughs> sorry, well, that's interesting. <laughs> we'll well, save church, that for church, another yeah, podcast. No, I'm sorry, I just wanted to say what what you thought of Force Awakens. Yeah, Force well, Awakens. Maybe that's true, Luke. But yeah, so it's really interesting to me that they have these sort of. connections that you know jj sets up and oh that's right i wanted to talk about why this movie felt more like a star wars movie Mm -hmm. and not rogue one or force awakens and because if you go back and you watch um all of george lucas's star wars they all have the camera stays put and rotates and you Mm -hmm. watch the action you know kind of go past Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. and in force awakens they literally just take that very traditional very star warsy film of approaching um the cinematography and they just throw it out the window and that's why the entire chase scene with the millennium falcon on jakku you know the camera is flying along behind the millennium falcon and you going through these crazy caves and it doesn't feel star wars at all it just feels like that 
It feels like Star Trek. It, it feels, feels like, like uh, JJ yeah, is what it is. Because yeah, that's yeah. what it is. He says, you know what? I'm going to make my own Star Wars movie. And you know what? He ends up pulling out all the bad things about Star Wars and brings in a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't bring anything to the franchise. So yeah, I mean, the I mean, point to is me, that we'd all be me, better off without the Force Awakens just didn't exist at all. We to, just went to, to right. To okay, me, well. I mean, to me, Force Awakens and the Last like Jedi, they both both directors pay homage to the to the previous Absolutely. Star Wars. It's to, the way to, they pay homage. Right, but one of them, one of them, totally screws it up, and one of them is almost like to me, the Force Awakens is derivative. Where mm-hmm. like it's yeah. more than just paying homage to me, it's derivative. Like Jay Z doesn't have an original thought in his head; he's just a fanboy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, I mean, to me, Force Awakens is almost is almost. Uh, what do you call that? Fan um, fan service. Fan, no, but not uh, fan service. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. Fan thank fiction. you. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and and to me, the last Jedi is a, 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 an attempt at a real Star Wars movie. So yeah. which it may not be as, it may not be better than some of the some of the best Star Wars movies, but I think it definitely sits among them. There's no question better than Force Awakens. Well, you, no said, you said Rogue One was better. So I feel and so that you, brings me. I was more entertained <laughs> by Rogue One. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, just brings me to my last point, yep. which is that. Going back to your expectations, going into the movie, the movie starts out exactly the way Force Awakens starts out. It starts exactly the way its precursor does. Force Awakens was mirroring New Hope. This one starts out, they're chasing the rebels off of the base on the planet. They're you know going after them in space. The lone Jedi seeks out a master on an ancient planet. It, it starts out mirroring The Empire Strikes Back, and it takes those expectations that you have. This is oh, this is just going to be the Empire Strikes Back too. Yeah, that's that's the way it's going to be. And then he takes all of those expectations and he flips them on the head. You have the encounter between Luke and Darth Vader in Cloud City is mirrored in the encounter with Rey and Kylo Ren, except they jump right to the third movie. They go right to the Emperor's chambers. They mm-hmm. go right to Snoke's battleship. They have the final showdown in the... It's essentially the middle of the second movie. It's not even the real climax. And everything that happens after that particular point is completely new. Nothing is the same. You even have that salt planet down at the bottom, which is directly pointing towards Hoth. And it's saying, this isn't snow, this is salt. Which, actually, Joey had an interesting point that maybe that's making fun of all the salty fanboys. Yep. That's what I think. This is entirely not, but yeah. it, it takes those that expectations. That planet was created by all the salty fanboys. Oh. It might be. <laughs> Ryan Johnson knew what was going to happen after this movie came out. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, next movie we'll have a movie that's made uh, just pure uh, uh, planet that's pure water. For all the tears. For all the liberal tears. <laughs> all the millennials <laughs> tears. All the crybabies. For real. That's so there are a lot of different yeah. different points that I could make about those expectations that you come in with, and then all of a sudden they're just. Mm-hmm. Right. Not what you're expecting yes. at all. Okay. So and they're not just like just surprises and shocks and twists for the sake of twists. Right. It actually, I feel like it makes a point that this is its own movie, mm-hmm. and we're going to step away from that derivative fanboy right. storyline approach. Yeah, I think I think Ryan Johnson's approach is very a direct response to JJ's attempt. I really think it is. Absolutely. I think it's a lot of him trying to take things in a very different direction because he thought JJ or JJ failed, and yeah. And I would like to say that I like J.J. Abram. I like his stuff. Yeah. It's good. It just well, did not yeah, work mean, in this particular yeah. case. Sometimes are, those your, uh, are those your opening thoughts then? Yeah, those are those are my um, those are my three points like that I really liked. Three points that you really did liked. you have anything you didn't like about the movie? Uh, Leia. 
Yeah, right. physics. Like <laughs> yeah. Star Wars has always taken a very loose interpretation of physics, yeah. but that just the the whole time I was watching it, I'm like, okay, her eyes would much. be being like blown up and sucked out of her head right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Her, her skin would be like right. the chemical reactions that are happening in her body at sub zero right. temperatures would just she would explode. <laughs> well, instantly. I mean, it's beyond sub zero. We're talking negative four hundred degrees. I know, but yeah, I, you know what I thought would happen when boom and she got blown out. I'm like, oh, that's so that's how they're getting really Leia. Okay, that's what I thought <laughs> too. Like, oh, She's no, going no, out with a literal no, bang. I was like, and I'm just oh, there she goes. I right. thought and it would have been like, a great like, oh, they're way. Oh, not getting rid of her. She comes right back in. Yeah, I was. I thought it would have been great if they killed her there. Yeah, I thought that they should have. That's what I was thinking. That was my biggest thing. Well, because I mean, you know, Rip Carrie Fisher. And so Carrie Fisher's gone. So I thought, to me, going into this movie, I was like, I was like, okay, the only thing I know they're going to do in this movie is kill Carrie yeah. Fisher. Yeah. And, and that's the one I thing mean, they maybe, didn't do. Right. And that's the one thing they didn't do. And I was like, okay, Ryan, you know, you're really trying to surprise me here. And right. I get that. But right. what right. are you going to do for the next movie? And I liked her performance for the rest of the movie. I did, too. I thought it's she was like an integral like character conti- that yeah, did a good job. It's not like I didn't like the continuation of her character. I just – and uh, to me, it, that probably wasn't the most dignified way to send her out. But I was like bringing her back in such a in such a bizarre and ridiculous way. Yeah. They could have had her like, in that uh, other well, lady's position. I, absolutely. I'm, I'm Why did they invent that one random oh, yeah. character? But it could that have was, absolutely have been that. Leia. Yeah, that was actually right. well, that Leia, or, question, Leia or if you really wanted to have Leia out this. knocked out for a while, like Admiral Akbar. Like we have a character that is like a meme legend, right? Yeah, right. He's in there with Leia. Right, and like, he just have the guy go to the bathroom, right. you know, and get Leia sucked out, right? right. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand why they invent invent purple haired lady who now that's a character whose name I don't remember. I just I don't remember, remember just Jurassic I don't understand Park why lady. they yeah no yeah. Jurassic, Jurassic purple haired Jurassic exactly. Park lady. I don't understand why they invent this new character <laughs> when Admiral Akbar could have. Played well, we'll the get same we'll role. get into this when we go into general discussion. Yeah. Also, yeah. they also they, to- also well, they yeah when we yeah, go into general discussion we'll talk about that also too. Also, they totally messed up with the fact that. He didn't even say, this is really a trap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> For real. <laughs> this is trap. actually a trap. <laughs> 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 All right. And one last thing before we move on. I just want to say that I'm with Dove on that. I really couldn't care less anymore about the how powerful Ray train is. Like, I, I'm off of that. Like, she just is what she is. And there's no changing it. And yeah. I really, I didn't even notice when she beat Luke. Like I didn't, it didn't even cross my mind. It's like, hey, yeah. that's that's something yeah. I should question. Yeah. Or I when totally, she lifted I, the rocks, I was just kind of like, well, oh, this I don't, happens. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. But the thing is, I go into my opening statements. Okay. About all right, this. go ahead. Do your well, well, so we're, we're all, all shutting out. Luke's turn. Luke's been waiting. When, when I go into this film, it's <laughs> I, I can't I can't forget the films that I saw before. I just can't. I can't wipe them out of my head. I can't forget the rules that they established in this universe. Okay, what, what I'm seeing here with every new film that they make that has to do with the Force is akin to making a new Lord of the Rings film where Frodo puts the ring on and starts using it for good. Okay? It's breaking all the rules. Okay. It's forgetting everything that came before. It's like Harry Potter suddenly is walking around without a scar on and no explanation as to why. Okay? The foundations that are at these films that I look to and I and I and I understand that universe from. You understand the Lord of the Rings universe from this principle that this powerful ring cannot be used for good by nobody. By nobody. Okay? That's a rule. It cannot be broken. Everything that happens in the Lord of the Rings is kind of done with this in mind. In the Lord of the Rings universe, you cannot destroy, you cannot use this ring. It yeah. is a power for evil. You cannot use it. Yeah. New role. Let's make a new Lord of the Rings movie where you can use the ring and not tell anybody why. It's just there it is. So what do you equate that to with Star Wars specifically? 
the force and their explanation okay. of this new rule somebody for, for can Leia? learn no no for 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 ray for and ray. for okay, every and for okay. every single movie that they come out where they do not i mean it to me it's too late you know yeah. the ship ha, the ship has sunk and now i'm viewing everything underwater okay okay so everything that i i'm, I'm talking about now it's like it's too late for you mm-hmm. to uh, give an explanation um you know you you've already destroyed everything and now i'm i'm viewing it with this 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 look of disgust yeah because it's it's you know you, it's like you the, went into the movie this way yes right okay yes I did and and um you know like we talked about Dove last year we said we're not going to get an explanation I knew this was going to happen you know we you knew this was going to happen we knew we were going to go in without an explanation and, and, and everything that happened I'm kind of judging it as if they made a Lord of the Rings film where Frodo pops the ring on and starts using it for good it doesn't matter if they make the best if if, Lo, if Frodo got the ring on and 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 started using it for good I don't care if they made the best Lord of the Rings film the best movie bar none in history you lost me when he put the ring on and started using it for good i don't care about anything that happens after that you lost me okay you destroyed the foundation that everything was built upon i cannot view it the same way i cannot forget the rules that they established in their universe and 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 here's here's so my does, point wait, about the so Star why does ray being so i mean i mean just despite the uh, put the put the Agenda-based uh, bit aside, um, on the fact that you know the the feminist agenda bit aside, uh, why does why does Ray being so powerful break the rules? Like in what sense? Because I mean, Vader is insane for seemingly no reason. Um, Vader is not insane for for no reason because Anakin had to go undergo a lot of training. He had to go. He had a lot to learn. Okay, that's fair. Using right, that's the Force fair. is beyond powers that yeah. they established when Luke went out to Yoda. Not only did Luke have a lot to learn about how to use the Force powers, okay? Now, again, I'm not promoting the dualism that they that they preach in this movie that's pagan and stupid, but I'm judging the movies by the, by the standards that they set, and here's the standards. When Luke went out to meet Yoda, not only did he have a lot to learn about the Force, but he also had a lot, of, lot to learn about life. You know, mm-hmm. the Force is also a tool to learn about life in general, just how, you, the, the, you know, the wisdom of the universe. Mm-hmm. Luke, besides not being able to use a lightsaber and the Force powers correctly, also had a lot to learn about how to interact yeah. with people and, and how to understand what he was looking at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I'm judging the movie based on his interactions with Yoda mm-hmm. because um, when Luke went out to meet Yoda, he still had a lear- lot to learn. Well, he refused to train him even. He refused yeah. to train him, right? Yoda, Initially, Yoda did. Too yes. old. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> That that kind of thing. So when I see Ray and we see this this uh, this uh, established si- similar similar line going on where she mm-hmm. goes out to a guy who's been on a planet by himself, um, I, I'm I'm judging it by the previous interactions that we, they established. As this, you these should. are their rules. These are not my rules. These are their rules. But doesn't I guess my question is is didn't George Lucas already break it? How so? I think he, uh, to me he still broke it with Anakin. Because I, I still think, like, Anakin, the medical... I mean, I understand that Anakin goes under... We don't say the M word around here. <laughs> medical <laughs> Yeah. I understand. Can you bleep that out for me, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this? Uh, uh, Lion King. Is say it again. <laughs> say it again. Professor! <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I just... I To me, I mean, I think he broke that rule with Anakin. Because I understand that, yes, Anakin trains with Obi. But I feel like we don't get... I feel like a lot of the training we get from the prequels training... Is more like Anakin does something super powerful, but he does something bad and super powerful, and Obi Wan's like, "Nah, stop that! Don't do that! No, stop! Don't yeah, do he, that!" But he, still, like, it's not- but he still gets beat by Obi Wan. Obi Wan still beats him even after all this training. 
Yeah. And, and that and that's a rule that they set. We're looking at this going, okay, that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense because Obi-Wan is older, he's wiser, he's had more training. According to the rules that they establish, Anakin still loses to Obi-Wan. Okay. Okay. And he lost to Dooku too that one. And and he lost and he lost that's to Dooku. Okay. okay. Even true. Yoda lost to Dooku, right? That was the I know, but that talk was about horrible. the biggest letdown that, in, in movie history. Yoda finally we see him fighting. Thirty years! <laughs> He's finally fighting him. <laughs> and he loses the Count Dooku inexplicably. No, he loses the Emperor. Oh no, he loses, loses Count the Dooku. Dooku. Yeah, he loses the Count oh, Dooku. That's right. So okay, but but that that's my problem going into this. It's kind of it's the ship is already underwater with the Force uh, Awakens, and now I'm just looking at it through this murky, disgusting water with absolute shame and and <laughs> anger and bitterness. Oh my gosh! Because because <laughs> be, because I, I just I this here's my point, Mike. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm trying to say. I think the movies are great. Mm-hmm. I think they are. I think Which ones? I think they're well done. Uh, Force Awakens and. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Um, you, why do you think Force Awakens? Is uh, well? I, say, I don't say. I don't say okay. Force Awakens, Rogue One, and um, and and Last Jedi. Okay. I think they're great movies. Yep. If you forget about the first six, if you do not take them into account and judge the judge those movies, because I'm that's what I'm doing. I'm judging these movies by the six that came before. That's a, that's a good if, point. If you, I, I think they're fine movies. I think they're great movies. I get it. I understand. I, I disagree. Here's the thing. I don't think they're good movies. Whether they're not following take, their own whether rules. You take into, whether you take into account the well, first, first two. Well, you mean first Rogue two. One? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rogue One and, For- and Force Awakens, I don't think they're good movies, whether you take into account the old ones or not. Hmm. I, I, okay, oh, I, I, that's noted. Okay. okay. Uh, I, I understand. I, I, can under, I can get behind a character like Ray if the first six episodes didn't happen. And I think what really hurts in this film is the continuum. Okay, I think when I watched episode four, five, and six, and then I went and saw episode one, two, and three, the same rules were still being followed. I was like, okay, the continuum is still there. The force is still applying in all areas uh, here, and you know, there's still a respect for the force. I think when kids and you go through, let's say you have a Star Wars party, let's watch all of them back to back, baby. We're doing it. You know, pick a weekend, yeah, yeah. get with together with guys, get a bunch of pizza and soda, and you watch all. Of them. Mm-hmm. I think I think what's going to happen is people are going to go watch one, two, and three. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. What, four, five, six. Okay, great stuff. And when you come to seven, eight, nine, you're gonna be like, "What happened? Mm-hmm. The universe is gone. This is a completely different universe with new rules." And I think that's what's hurting here: this, the continuum of the rules that they established. I don't because know. you, you kind of think, I kind of think Lucas, I kind of think Lucas broke his own rules in the prequels. I'm not saying Lucas I, is perfect either. I'm not saying that that's that universe. Uh, but is perfect. to me, it's like to but me, it's the like force, the force rules are still being followed. The, but, the, you can't just master the force. You, you well, just can't sure, do it. Sure, I guess. I guess. But I just. I don't know. To me, it's more like. You remember when when um, Trump got elected president at the very beginning, and that no. first that first week he doesn't remember. No, I don't remember that, that. first weekend. That first weekend. Uh, that first oh, week blur. he was the first like two weeks he was president. He was signing. What do they call those? The um the the. Declaration like, of Independence. No, not the Declaration. <laughs> yes. Like presidents have Donald J. Trump's like, name is on the Declaration when, of Independence. When, when presidents could like push stuff I would through. Love to hear that. True um, fact. What do they call that? I don't even know. He was signing a bunch of stuff, and they were like new laws. Oh, bills. Yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah but like they were, they were, they're called something. Like presidents can decree and and oh, executive stuff orders. Executive orders. Thank yeah. you. Um, he was signing a bunch of executive orders that were like nullifying a bunch of things President Obama did and stuff like that. And people were like. How does the president have this much power? This is ridiculous. This is an abuse of power. And my point to everybody was like, 
Yeah, but President Obama did it. President George Bush did it. They may not have done it in as a, in as significant a way mm-hmm. as like he sits down his first week and signs all these executive orders. Right. But they they were the reason that this can happen because they've slowly broken down the barriers in place so that presidents couldn't do all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And to to me, that's what George Lucas is responsible for in the prequels. To me, he set Ray up. And Disney Disney wants to make money, right? So I mean, I see there, Ray. Well, I see Ray as a business decision. Honestly, there there is no indication in any of the first six episodes that you come up with a character like this. There's no indication. I at all. absolutely think they, they do no. it in the extended the one, universe. Anakin, all the, the time. extended and, universe. I understand, but that's but the extended Anakin, universe. Anakin's They're an, not following the rules. Anakin's an anomaly. He's Anakin an anomaly. The is the one who brought balance to the Force. Can we talk? No, actually, because there's no balance being brought by Anakin. It, uh, okay, it's a but total okay, farce. another 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 rule broken. What happened to this ancient prophecy? You know, I have th- no idea. Again, this is where the continuum hurts. You're gonna watch episodes one through sure, six yeah, and go, yeah. "Whoa!" We're coming to seven, and all that's just thrown out the window. Okay, but that's that's different. That's because Disney wants to make money. I'm telling you. Okay, they, okay then let's on. acknowledge that, that the movies are crap. That's a then let's acknowledge that the movies are crap. Even the last Jedi, because it's not following the rules. They're crap, Luke. The last Jedi is good. It's not following rules. And and here's another thing I'm saying. We have to let Luke finish his final thought or whatever, and then we gotta. Okay. Things I liked about the movie, real quick. Right. Again, <laughs> real quick, l- l- real quick. Like I said, the lightsaber that Kylo Ren has this is so cool. I, every time he turns that thing on, I actually like the 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 sim- the, the way when, when Ray turned hers on. It was the it was the traditional. Yeah. In my opinion, the traditional, and I'm sure there's some lightsaber the nerd out original. there to be like be like. You know, oh, that's a, uh, Mike will probably tell you. Actually. You know, but um, when she turned True. on, I was like, "This is you know classic." But yeah. when Colin turned his on, man, it was like he had turned on a sports car or, or like or, or something <laughs> like some sort of huge. Mach- it was like a machine. There was like moving parts in it. You know, I, I thought that was so cool. Every time he turned that thing on, you remember, you cool. remember the uh, the angst with that when it first started coming out? Yes. You saw it, and yes. everyone was like, "Oh, I don't know how I feel about that." Right, that's true. That, it was that freaking was, awesome. Uh, his well, I mean, his his lightsaber is you know to quote uh, Woody from um, Toy Story two, Buzz. It was a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> so you know, it was it, that it, his his lightsaber was a cultural phenomenon. That's cool. Um, uh, that's one thing I like. I actually like Kylo Ren. Joey, I'm sorry. I like Kylo Ren as a bad guy. No, I do. I, I do not too. Okay, you I'm do with too. you. Okay, they all redeemed right. him. All right. Oh, I, they absolutely um, did. I, I, I thought they were going to have to do some drastic, more drastic stuff than they did in this movie to fix him. Mm-hmm. But they actually got it right. To right. me, they nailed it. To me, Ryan Johnson oh, nailed man. it. I think that uh, the more I watch Adam Driver, the more fan of a fan I am uh, of him. One hundred percent. I don't. I don't um, know. I, don't I, know I, I just watched Logan Lucky. I lo- watched Logan Lucky. Oh, I do want to see that. Um, and he just does a really good job in that one. He's a really good actor. I think he's a very, uh, uh, he's very talented. In addition to being very talented, he's also very. Um, uh, diverse in his role. And he's unique looking. He's very yeah. unique, he looking. unique yes. looking. Yes. Like, yeah. I like watching him. Like, I like kind of like Adrian, Adrian Brody. Brody. Yeah, exactly. Just like yes. Big nose or something. <laughs> yeah, something. yeah. Maybe it's big nose actors. I don't know. But but they just have a look about them, you know, that just, just outside of the standard uh, uh, approach. You know, it, it's it's weird, but it works. So I, I every, every real new quick, role. Real quick plug. The actor I feel that way about, Michael Shannon right now. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I understand. Yes. Um, so a, a real... Um, interesting person, I, and, and as I watch him in this film, uh, I, I'm like watch. I like watching him more and more. I like Adam Driver as a villain. I think it was a great choice. Um, he was probably my favorite part about it. Um, him and his lightsaber, and uh, every time he was on screen, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm paying attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, like Even Snoke, for the I actually scene. like Snoke. You know, the, the, I, I like characters that are that are confident and even in their wickedness you know i mean snoke oh, yeah. you know when he was yelling at him i was like engaged you know um th- that that's something i like um he had a great monologue it yes. really brought out like 
his character for just the few minutes that he was on screen. It brought out his character. It really brought out his strengths and his weaknesses. Right. And really just set up his fall in a very right. elegant manner that didn't feel. Well, and I was. And I would actually say. I would actually say yeah, Snoke's, circus, yeah. Snoke's actual inclusion in this more real conclusion than his whatever hologram he was mm. in the Force Awakens. His real inclusion in this also is kind of what helps redeem Kylo's character too. Absolutely, because like he's you know Snoke is representative of like this older older generation, right? And he's like got Snoke has so much hubris, and that's mm. effectively what kills him, right? right. he doesn't even notice the lightsaber turning well, turning next yeah. to him because he's because he's so focused on the fact that he can't be beat and. That Ray's mm. just a punk, yes. and yeah. and Kylo, um, and he's got Kylo on in his grasp. He's so focused on that that um that like he doesn't even notice the right. lightsaber. It's his hubris. It's his right. pride, right? Right. It's, and so, and yes. I love that because like because then Kylo's able to use that against him, and and Kylo is this character that's like broken and weird, and 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 he ha- he definitely has hubris, but he's st- he's not the he's not the like overly confident jerk that you kind of expect some of these villains right. to be. Right. Yeah. So I like that they had the both of those, and they kind of contrast them. Right. And and uh, actually. Um, to, for, to, to solve that problem, um, you watch the Patriot where um, they they verbalize that problem uh, when when um, Mel Gibson's character says uh, um, Benjamin Martin he says he said well he's uh, pri- about about uh, Cornwallis he said well, he's prideful and they're like well so what he goes pride can be a weakness right and then mm-hmm. you know they, they they exploit that pride yeah. actually and and if, if they would have explained it a little bit better i think it would i don't think they really explained it you had to kind of assume that and kind of put together that was his problem the second thing i liked about it was benicio del toro i thought he was an interesting character when he showed up i, I was agree, like actually. this guy's yeah. actually pretty interesting yeah. way more interesting than that weird goggle wearing little short thing yoda knockoff uh what's her face <laughs> mod or something yeah. Yeah, I didn't think she was interesting at all. But when Benicio del Toro showed Miles up, I was like, like yeah. I was happy yeah, Miles, to see yeah. him. Another interesting yeah. face that yeah. I just can't really explain why he's so interesting to watch. Um, that pretty much the interaction with Snoke and Kyle Ren and Benicio del Toro pretty much my favorite. Everyone else didn't really care about um, things I didn't like about <laughs> it. Uh, like I said, the whole movie's trash because of what they did, be, because of what they have done, and pr- pretending like the first six episodes don't exist. Okay, so I'm, I'm in a constant state of anger when I watch these films. Um, the I feel like the wardrobe didn't, you know, uh, the we always call her the um, uh, what's her name, uh, the Jurassic Park lady. We always call yeah. her Laura Dern. She didn't really look as good as she should have. She looked like really tall and thin and sick. You know the weird, weird purple hair. I, uh, yeah. She's a very pretty. They woman. replaced. Admiral, I wish they, they would replaced have... Admiral Akbar with an SJW. Like, well, social justice warrior, purple hair. Like. And, and and your point. Uh, who brought up the point that I, I wish they would have just let Leia do that and not Laura Dern? Who said that? That was Mike. Okay, yeah. uh, Mike. Okay, yeah. That's that's a very well. I mean, that would have been the best writing. Point. But here's the thing. Um, Again, this is uh, the th- the thing I you know besides uh, spitting on the legacy of Star Wars, the the thing uh, like I said before, you said it's a propaganda machine. Here mm-hmm. we have three major male characters being corrected by three female characters. That's not by accident. I think Joey called it the propaganda machine. Actually, okay, yeah, um, that that's not by accident. Okay, uh, where we have Laura Dern has to correct uh, what's his face. Um, Right, she yeah. got to explain something I, actually, to him, that's, and but she's yeah, got to teach him a actually, lesson. Now that I think about it, that's why they couldn't have Leia. It's Poe. Poe's the reason they couldn't have Leia be in the whole movie and replace Laura Dern. I enjoyed his you character. You could have had Ad, you could have still had Admiral Akbar replace Laura Dern, but that's why you couldn't have Leia because Leia corrects Poe in the beginning. And Poe still doesn't learn, and the only yeah. way Poe learns is, is is when he's corrected again, mm-hmm. and so it's when he's wrong twice that he is, that he learns, and right. then we see that we see him learn that. I mean, that's what Mike and I talked about is that this movie, um, and and this is this is big not just for Star Wars but for um, 
But for movies in general these days, I think in a lot of ways, there was actual mm-hmm. visible character development in this movie. Oh, it's great. Like, like you can actually see character arts where character characters are growing and learning and becoming better. That'd be great. Um, That'd be really great if you cared about them. <laughs> I, uh, like, oh, I well, Finn, Finn. I okay, I'm, I'm about he, to wrap it up. About to wrap right, it up. Sorry. Secondly, we had, um, you know, all the major characters had to be male characters had to be taught something by the female characters, right? And that's again the same. That's not by an accident. That's that's on purpose. So that's 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 frustrating to me because again, here we go. Let's sacrifice the story for propaganda, and and that's what we're seeing here. It's not by accident. That's why Luke has to die and Leia survives. You know, we have to continue this mantra of let's replace all the males with females. This this is like a this is like a big shift into feminism for me. And it's not like a let's continue the story. It's like let's. Let's ask forgiveness and apologize for the first six films. Let's wipe out everything they've done and make everything like millennials are right about everything that they say. Okay, and 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 that's the problem I have. And w- let's see, what, what was what was the, um, the John actually... Boyega's character had to be taught something by by the girl. She sacrificed her life for him. Again, we have this we have this idea of no more damsels in distress. They're saving the men now. And 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 like I said, I wouldn't have such a huge problem with it if it wasn't. Hollywood telling me this. And and, yeah. and third, well, the we had thing, to have Luke thing. Skywalker learn something from Ray. We Actually, had to learn something from Ray. That's a point that I wanted to make. Going back to Joey talking yeah. about character arcs, a good way to see those character arcs within movie progression is to look at lines that are repeated. You'll see Poe repeat some lines that Leia originally said to him earlier on. He'll say it to Finn when Finn's charging down the the thing and then it literally just popped into my head right now characters that repeat lines that have been told to them that they didn't believe earlier on is a good way to spot character progression right where is ray's character progression she says Mm -hmm. to luke the forces for lifting rocks and luke says no and then later on in the movie it Uh. turns out Who's right? Not uh, Luke, but Ray. Uh, the Force is for yes. lifting rocks. Yes. She doesn't learn anything. Right. She doesn't learn anything from right. trying to go in and confront Snoke and turn Kylo Ren. She doesn't learn anything from that. Right. She doesn't come back defeated. Mm. She doesn't come back... The only thing she's lost is a lightsaber that was never really hers to begin with. Right. And... That's a good That's point. But you see That's character development yeah. in Finn. Finn. In Finn. You see it in Poe. Yeah. You see it in Rose at... Whose Rose, character in right. intrusion? Name. Yeah, not inclusion. Intrusion. Um, <laughs> I liked her character. I just didn't yes. see how it fit. Yes. I really did. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, the other thing too is that whole. It's, it's for the love triangle. Yeah, the, I'm. I'm so done with love triangles. Isn't she I, dead though? Who? Rose no, or, no, she's alive. Rose, what? Rose is alive. Yeah, oh, she yeah, died. I, I don't know where they're no, going with alive. the love thing. Honestly, I was hoping that Ray would have accepted Kylo Ren's proposal. You know, I, I mean, that's oh what my I gosh, was kind of I was rooting for Kylo Ren the entire time. Yeah, just leave everything behind. We're, Screw we're in, the old we're in general discussion mode now, folks. Okay, okay, all right. All right. All right. So go okay. ahead. Oh, saying? here we go. <laughs> here we go. Hats off. Oh man. So I. I found myself doing this a lot recently, actually rooting for well-written bad guys. I want yes, to see absolutely. them Please. succeed. I want yes. to see them achieve their especially goals. Because Star honestly, especially. I feel like Kylo Ren's got it right. Sure, he's a little melodramatic about it all. Sure, he's a little well, like yeah, but, uh, over but, the top. But I wonder if I wonder if Kylo's point, right, when, when he proposes the way mm-hmm. or, or to Ray, sorry, about yeah. uh, you know kill the past, um, you know, you know. I wonder if that proves Luke's point Dude, a little bit. About he was the original, convincing me about the original six going, movies, though. Like, I mean, there's almost to me if there's some sort of like meta commentary in there, where like we're moving on from the original six, so right. like don't 
don't anticipate that yeah. this is gonna. Yeah. I, I was like, actually I just get thinking, man. I was like, why wouldn't you accept? I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting there in the audience going, that sounds pretty good. Race yeah, actually, pass sucks, right, right. It's like, and right. and, and, it. and they you they know, didn't they didn't follow that story. I think the way that they should have. When Luke was saying to her when she was meditating, he goes, "Can't mm-hmm. you see that this is folly?" And yeah. I was like, you know, that's a good point, Luke. It that's really, a really is. Good point, but they didn't follow it. Yeah. No, they, they didn't don't. follow it at all. And, I was and like, they did that in Civil War. We've been wondering for this for six films about why why is this light light and darks thing, and he brings up a good point i'm like that you know i never yeah. thought about that before he goes can't you see this is falling and pff, that was one way like a well, there away. is an entire like rehashing <laughs> of that deconstruction of the star wars mythos yeah. within knights of the old republic right. 2 yeah, they yeah, have this yeah. whole character who just completely just just deconstructs the good versus the bad and the light uh-huh. versus the dark yes. and how they're both so pointless and so meaningless right and the only real balance that the force ever really achieves is conflict that is the only thing that the Force mm-hmm. brings into the universe. And yeah. her character goal is to destroy the Force, mm-hmm. actually. And so she's set up as being the bad guy. But if you really delve into her arc mm-hmm. and her character sort of theology, I guess yes. you would call it, mm-hmm. it actually makes a lot of sense. And it's it's love really it. well done. No, yeah, love uh, it. The, yeah. the movie people need to take some notes from other people. Mm-hmm. They need to take some notes from anime writers and they need, to, they need yes. to take some notes from stinking video game writers. Yeah, they need to go into that realm and start getting some ideas because that that stuff right there is brilliant. You yeah. need to be able to. T- you can't just right have force to move rocks. You need to take the force in a new direction. That right. makes be, more sense. To, one thing yes. I, something one like thing that. Yes. Yes. Like Sh- that shedding, shedding light on on this 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 story. See, I, I I could I could come along for the ride if you would yeah. sell it to me. But they yeah. just we're just not going to sell it to you. I don't Here think they is. believe. We don't care how we're going to sell it to you. Bam, you're going to accept it or get off the boat. And 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 here's Luke with the option with the option an opportunity where they could sell it to me. And there's a nah, we're not going to do it. Oh, we're yeah. just going to keep move on. Sorry, Joe. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say. Um, that actually um, Mike's point about Ray not having character development too um, was actually another good point because that actually it did even though this movie does commit some of the same issues that Force Awakens had with Ray it actually the one thing that it does to me um, is actually shift the focus away from Ray being the main character thank you because to me the Force Awakens like very quickly is even though we get three new characters who are all kind of interesting to me it's really just like little side stories and Ray I felt the same thing about this one I didn't I totally felt like this shifted it I was to me this one like Ray's almost just like a a second thought um, which almost more about Luke I thought it was more about everybody. Like we got way more of Finn, we got way more of Poe, we got we saw character development and plot lines. I mean, there's a lot of stories interwoven here. But mm-hmm. to me, like to me, to me, to me, even the stuff, like Ray is either in scenes with Luke or she's in scenes with Kylo, right. and they're developing both of those characters. And Ray's just kind of along for the ride. To me, she like it's totally she has no character. To me, she, well, sure, but then then hopefully that means that they can. Now the thing is, they got they they got J.J. Abrams back for part nine. Uh, so this, I mean, this is every, every, good, every good thing that Ryan set up in this movie is probably going to go downhill really yeah. quickly. However, what I was, <laughs> however, what I was going to say um, earlier is that the good news that we've gotten, know, right, is that um, if Disney is continuing right. with this whole thing and they're doing episodes 10, 11, and twelve, they have announced that Ryan Johnson's on for all three. Are you interested in Christian education? Would you like to learn how to be a Christian teacher or how to run your very own Christian school with success? The GCS Apprenticeship Program can help. Learn more on our website at gcsapprenticeship.com.
Uh, yeah, I w- it would have been um, really good if they had just gotten Ryan, if they just kept Ryan for, for right. like, just admitted that J.J. didn't do a great job on seven and get him for nine and then keep him going. But, but according the, but to the numbers, Force Awakens is significantly more successful yeah. than... Monetarily and, and re- well, not critically reviewed. Critically well, I mean, reviewed. That, um, that for, makes, uh, Last Jedi got a lot, got a lot makes, better. But, but that in makes terms a of lot reviews by sense. fans... That makes sense because of uh, Force Awakens just turned off so many people, and rightly so. It just turned off some people, so I, you know I, you're, I you're know. gonna. The a, second one's gonna be a less. Of, a lot of people said they loved Force Awakens, and a lot of people are mad at this movie. Yeah. So now, now a lot I, of fanboys yeah, loved now, Force Awakens. Yeah, and why? because it was made by a fanboy, it's just it. fan just fiction. That's why I don't understand. I don't. I don't, it. I don't understand. It's just fan and then the same fanboys really are that, angry about yeah, the Last Jedi, and I'm like, I don't. I don't get it. I really don't. Actually, actually, at this point, at this point, you guys want to talk about if I'm ever a boss, like a manager, right? And I, you know, you have interview questions. I have mm. to interview people. I'm gonna say, which did you like more, Force Awakens or Last Jedi? Yes. And if they tell me they didn't like either, okay. That's what if acceptable. they say Rogue One? Well, if they say that, then I'm never gonna hire <laughs> them. And I'm that's gonna that's Star Wars but, discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just mean, I just mean in terms of like, I feel like I almost feel like people who like Last Jedi versus people who don't like like Last Jedi. For different reasons than Luke and Dove don't like. Last I mean, you guys Jedi. just don't like them at all yeah. at this point. Yeah. So I, I, point, no, I, I that leaves I, you exempt. Well, no, that's yeah. not true. I, but I, the people I who are like, like who, the either. people who are Star Wars fanboys who then or or, or or liked Force Awakens and didn't like this movie, I'm like to me as a like from a character reference, that's like meh. Meh. I, I I didn't like it. I didn't dislike it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's getting it's getting. I mean, does anyone remember any political messages in episodes one through six? Like, wow, this is so political. I feel like uh, I feel like I remember. I feel like he did in the prequels. Oh yeah, there was a the lot of like governmental, heavy, her heavy governmental, right. specific. Like wow, this is really political. I, I not, not like they they bash general bureaucracy. Right, now, I are you talking about agendas? You're talking not not necessarily. I'm talking about agendas. Right. Agendas. Does yeah. anyone yeah. remember? Because not really, maybe in a this one bit, there was a really. massive. I mean, there there what are, are massive political agendas. First off, being let alone the feminism. You know, oh, the okay. whole, here's yeah, all the rich people profiting off of, you know, everybody else yeah, and they're abusing animals. I was like, oh, come on. Star Wars has been pretty good about that up until, up until this point. It's not it's not this globe, okay? We're not talking about Earth with humanity, all right? Why do you got to yeah, keep they, bringing it back over dis- there? I mean, but they, I don't dis- actually. they actually dispute that, too, though. They kind of dispute that whole thing because they do. Like, there's the kind of like na- Rose's naive notion that like everyone in the galaxy who's bad is rich. That kind of thing. That kind of like, there there is definitely like undertones of not even undertones. There, it's definitely definitely is talked about and described when they're on the uh, when they're on the planet at the casino, planet. But then like that's even kind of flipped on its head with the way um, Benicio del Toro's character deals with that. That's, yeah, that's who, that's that actor, right? Yeah. yeah. I, that's yes. right. Okay. Um, but like the way he the way he's like. The way they're like, oh, all these people are awful. They made all their money given the given the the dark side or the um, gi- given the first order. Yes, giving the all first their order. weapons and given the first order all their weapons and stuff. And then he was like, uh, this person sold to both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, both sides are at war. Like to me, that goes more to hmm. what um, what Mike was talking about with um, uh, with Knights of the Old Republic too. Like that they're head they. Or at least Ryan Johnson might have intended to head towards this idea that that the the old notions of of good and bad and the for the light side and the dark side need to go out the window and there needs to be a new approach to the force because because we just have nothing. You think, to you think we're gonna, you think we're going to get that? 
I from thought, Hollywood? I think, I think, no. I think no, from, from, the, from this line think we, of, of I think Ryan we Johnson. Might, I think we might have. I think we might have gotten it if Ryan Johnson continued. Now again, if he continues with, I don't because they might pull him off too, depending um, yeah. how on how well um, on 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 how well J.J. Abrams um, the the ninth movie does. But if if, if things continue as they're set, um, I don't think we'll get it in the ninth movie. I think J.J. Abrams is gonna. It's probably going to just strike back. That's what they should call the ninth movie. J.J. Abrams strikes back. But but for for ten, eleven, and twelve, I think we could actually. To me, um, to me, the issues. Think, to me, the to me, the issues in this movie. I think for me, the bi- some of the biggest issues have to do with the fact uh, have to do less with what Ryan Johnson decided to do and more with what I imagine Disney kind of forced him to do. Because the other thing too is, just like I said, Disney wants to wants to continue their their money train, right? So, I mean, according to Lucas, the Star Wars saga, the episodes, are always, have always been or are always supposed to be about the Skywalkers. And, and now the only Skywalker we have left is, is Kylo, who's bad. Actually, Leia. Well, yeah, that's true, but we, we don't have her. She's any, not coming We don't back. have her anymore. <laughs> so they, I don't know what they're going to do at the beginning of Nine. She'll I mean, back. Look, she's anyway. a girl. She's not going to die. Because well, feminism, so she she but, must but continue. She, but she why is, did we kill is, Luke before we she, killed Leia? I don't understand why we dead. did that. She's, that makes no okay. sense. You guys remember the planet made of salt? Yeah, just throwing that out there. <laughs> Listen, I I don't understand. Look, you're right about the ending of of, of Luke. But what did if you look at Luke's contribute uh, contribution to the whole movie? What did he really contribute? Luke, what did you do for me lately? Honestly, you went away. You taught Ray nothing. In fact, you still had learning to do from from Yoda. Your training obviously wasn't up. So, and then you come back, and then you and then you walk around like a phantom, do this cool, you know, five minute fight scene, and then you die. Luke, what'd you really do for us? What'd you really this this whole this whole approach to oh, Luke's gonna save us? He's so powerful. Well, that just went away. He just he came no, and they, went. They tell what you, Joey, Joey, they, they tell Joey, you what he what did. did he do, Joey. Mike? Tell that me, was, what did he do? That was entirely the point, was to take Luke's character, and he's not the hero. He is a flawed human being who screwed up royally. Now what but, can but he, he do? But he also lit the spark that, that it, sets the fire. That was the whole point of the ending. Uh, yeah, and then you get into... Is that he, he is the reason that, he's the reason that this little, our little segment of, of the Rebels are still alive. The only way they're going to come back is because of Luke. So that's Luke's contribution, and in, in these, these two. Yes, you, you they, kept hope alive barely. What, no, he. Keeps, what's he, he going to do? Really take a laser stick and fight on the first order of the whole by himself? Uh, I, I, what? I mean, yeah, the whole no, the movie. Kylo. This, Here, here's this the movie thing: plays the when mo- you look at when you look at Yoda's contribution and and his but, his character development and who he was. Okay, right. Yoda's contribution to what? What's that? To what? Yoda's contribution. First off, he was he he never had this like duality of oh, what do I believe? You know, like oh, I'm not really sure of myself, and I need to second guess myself. Okay, Yoda Yoda screwed up sometimes. He made bad calls, but he didn't. He, the reason he retreated to that place, he still didn't have like a, this character, this this uh, identity problem. Again, this is the feminists. They always have to give the males an identity problem because you can't have a confident and sure male. Who do we have in Kylo Ren? Identity problem. Luke Skywalker, another identity problem. Major. Uh, Okay, and and uh, even with John Boyego, you know what do I do? You know who you know who am I? How do I fit in all this identity problem? You know, you uh, I hate that about all the females in this have no identity problem. Okay, with the exception of Ray, you know she's the only one who even remotely resembles an identity. No, problem. No, she has a serious identity problem. I mean, she has a serious identity problem. Right, right. She's the only one who she, uh, of all the, of all the females, she's the only one. But all the male, male characters have like, who am I? How do I fit into all this? You so know, what I, about Han Solo? 
He was always confident. He was confident to the very end. And they killed him off as soon as they could. That, 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 that it makes so much sense to me. They killed him off. Luke, they had to give fan service. We'll keep him for one more time. Han Solo okay. He wasn't most, even in the first movie. Han Solo's the most masculine of everybody. No question. First one to go. Surprise? Not to me. I don't think that has anything to do with it, honestly. He died yeah, when his character was set to die. Well, I don't actually think they should have killed him. I don't think that was a propaganda I, I point. Actually, I actually, well, you might be right about that, Mike, but here's what I think. This is what I think about that. I think that they don't know what Solo, to do but. with the strong male character. They don't know what to do with it anymore. I thought they did a great job with Han, honestly. I thought they did a great job with Luke, and I'm totally okay with Luke. I think they did a great job. I think they did. I think they did a great job with Luke. I think they did a wonderful job with Luke. I thought they did a terrible job with Han Solo. I did. Really? I think they did a bad. When when you to me he gets to me he's like he. I mean, I agree with Luke. I don't know. I don't know if it was if I can say. I I know. I mean, any time Luke sniffs sniffs it at this point, he's described himself as a shark before. Anytime he sniffs in the water two miles away, uh, some potential feminist agenda, he's on it. But um, but I mean I don't so I don't know if there was any any real any real any real issue. But but with Han, like he kind of got turned into a joke, and then they killed him. So right. he was kind of just there for comedic. Like to me, that wasn't just what he was and, in the original. Yeah, and to Dubs, but he's just Dubs kind of he's point, just kind of like, comedic. He, he was he's not wise. He doesn't he doesn't right. fix the ship. Ray fixes the ship. Right. He's not wise. He's kind of down and out. Right. Leia's like well, I, Leia's like queen of the it. galaxy, yeah. and he's yeah. like a bum right. hanging out with Chewbacca. Right. Not terrible. really doing anything interesting. It's just and terrible, then, terrible. And then he writing. and then he shows yeah, up, awful. and then he shows up. He cracks a few one liners, and he faces his son and lets his son kill him. Like yeah. you know. And and when Gandalf died, and I keep going back to Lord of the Rings, but when Gandalf died in Lord of the Rings, we had this very special, touching moment. You know. <laughs> you know we had that scene Gandalf's yeah. fall and everyone was like wow something major just happened Gandalf died mm-hmm. and you know it was this big he went out and he was only this. in it for half a movie yeah I know good. that's pretty good character and Han though. Solo dies and nothing happens oh oh a disturbance in the force oh. well that's over I'm, Chewbacca I'm you ready go to go on a now? mission <laughs> Okay, well, who's this Han Solo well, we guy? All agree with that. About well, we all agree with that because Force Awakens was trash. Yeah, Force, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so no, I thought the only good thing about it was I, Han, honestly. <laughs> I really well, do. I was really excited to see Han again, but I really thought they brought his character Here's down. the thing. Here's the thing. I, I'm, I judge the feminists knows. by their own standards. Okay, mm. They come out and say, well, this, this little thing happened, so therefore they were sending this message. Okay, if you think that, then I'm going to judge you by the same thing. Every little thing that I even suspect remotely of feminism, I'm going to call you out on it because that's what you say for everything that's masculine. I mean, okay, but here's, I mean, here's my thing, and I understand that you're going to, you're probably going to say they don't portray it this way, and and they may have an agenda, but to me, to me, the feminist, if if this feminist agenda is how you present it, Luke, to me, it's almost backfiring, because I find, because because no one is is supremely confident about everything all of the time. Yoda, and so no, no, I'm not saying, I'm saying, I'm saying in life. And so I'm saying, like I'm saying, like I, I find myself relating to the characters. I mean, they they shouldn't like Kylo having a like if Kylo had been the same as he was in Force Awakens in this movie, I would have cried like because he's just like uh, he's like I don't know what I want to do. But but <laughs> yes. like Luke, Luke has a crisis because because I mean Luke has been buffed up right like he's like the dude he, he you know he, he say he he reconciles his father he you know he gets the emperor killed he's Heck like yeah. the he's the dude and then he takes on a bunch of little. Little little Padawans, right? Yeah. And he takes him to another planet to train him, and then he gets a 
bunch of them killed and the rest of them go off and join General Snoke. So he's like feeling real down. And so, yeah, he begins to question what he's learned I, and what he's yeah. thought. So I j- yeah. I'm just saying that like if – if this whole feminist thing is like we want strong, unquestioning feminist female leaders and we want our men to have identity problems, like I identify – like to me, those those male characters are far more interesting than those female characters. Absolutely. I mean oh, the old James Bond character like is not interesting because that dude is sure of everything. He's sure he wants to sleep with you and he's sure he wants to kill that guy and he's just sure about everything and that's cool. And that's the like – atypical masculine like thing that I guess feminists are trying to counter. But if their whole point is to make, they want to make women like that. Like that was boring in the first place. Like right? why would you want to make your women well, like the a, bad a, male characters? That's a Gary Stu. Yeah. Well, it, it's a, it's a Gary Stu. And here's the thing. <laughs> it, it's for, for the feminists. It's not about a good story. It's not about interesting characters. And that's my, well point. then that's on them. It's but to me, but to me, they, to me, they I'm are just frustrated that they're sacrificing star Wars for their agenda. They're sacrificing if, of all the vehicles that they have to destroy and lay on the altar of feminism. They're, they're killing star Wars. But and th- this is but the star second Wars is on a path to redemption. So well, he might, he might butcher the next one, but I, I, if they keep Ryan Johnson for 10, 11, and 12 i'll be looking for i'll be looking to the future my, my thing is yeah. when, when you look at luke skywalker from the last jedi i mm. mean excuse me from return return of the jedi mm-hmm. okay and then you look at the last jedi and you, and, and you're and you're like does it really make sense that the fact that he made a mistake and screwed up would, would really cause him to be this way after watching return of the jedi and his this 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 character of who he is and how he's got a lot of stuff yeah so mark i don't mark like Hamill, i'm like that mark hamill mark hamill doesn't Mark Hamill doesn't think like so. Right. Well, well, Mark Hamill doesn't think so, but I absolutely think so. No, actually. Again, I, he – like Luke – I don't know. Like, Because to me, Luke is like Harold as the savior of the galaxy, but he kind of isn't entirely either. Yeah, he really messed like, up. Yeah, he like really messes up, but like everyone thinks he's great, and he kind of thinks he's great because like he made amends with his dad at the end, but it's really his dad who like turned around and killed the emperor and stuff. Right. Like, his, like if his dad hadn't saved him, Luke was dead anyway. So we, so he's like – but he's – it's like this ego boost, but I can totally get behind a character who's got this massive ego because he's heralded as this hero, and then he and then he thinks like, okay, like how hard is it, it going to be for me to yeah, revive but my, the my Force? My question is, Joey, and wasn't bring, part and of then, his training with Yoda conquering the ego? You cannot face Darth Vader without conquering the ego first. You and can't be this kind does. of person. He never does. He leaves his training halfway through the same way that Ray does. He goes and he confronts Darth Vader. He loses terribly and he comes back. We don't know what he does, but assuming he just goes, builds a lightsaber, he never makes it back to Dagobah, never finishes his training, and theoretically, he should have fallen to the dark side. So why is he and, this and, great, and, all achieved Jedi at the beginning of The Last Jedi? Or not The Last Jedi, at the Beginning, beginning of the, of, return, yeah, of the return of the Jedi. I have no idea why, and, and I think and it's I, one of the movie's weakest. And I, and like, I think it's a good, and points. I think it's a really good point too to say that. Like, I, I just think that again. I think we're moving towards this. If they're smart, they're moving towards this place where, where the that our our pre our notions or preconceptions of of the light side and the dark side are wrong. Um, and so, and I, and I think they could really turn that on its head with what they did with Luke. Well, you personally. had two yeah, episodes well, to do it and you screwed but, it up. But no, that not, I don't think they have with the last Jedi. They've set it up perfectly. Again, JJ might mess it up, but I'm going to blame JJ for that. I think if they kept Ryan Johnson right. on, he, he could really turn this into something. Oh boy. Cool. I, I, I can't wait to see some, some Ryan Johnson flaws, but, but the, the studio, it's their fault then if that happens, right? 
No, I I, okay. I I thought there were plenty of fla- I th- still oh, think right, there are plenty true. of faults in this um, movie. I mean, I he was the one who decided movie, to make Leia fly think, back to yeah, the spaceship. I don't think so, it's a perfect yeah, movie by was, any no, you're stretch. Right, you're right. Also, nah, also, we haven't even talked about the, uh, the what, physical. The, no, I was going to say we haven't even talked about the the bad all the bad jokes in the movie. Oh, right. Um, yeah. really, what were The theater laughs. So I think I think there's a foundational problem with Star Wars, and I think they masked it pretty well in the first three. It's just really hard to have good stories with good and evil being equal all the time. It really is, you know, and you really never know who is doing what. And, you know, then Darth Vader becomes good, I guess. But bad's not bad either because we're looking for balance in between. I think it has a foundational flaw in its theology. And you have to change it to have really good stories and really good characters. Absolutely. And that's well, I mean, kind of back you, to the you point still that have I made really about. Good stories yeah. and really good characters in the first six episodes, despite their best efforts. The first three. You mean four, five, and six? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah four, four, four five, five, and six. The originals. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah and part of my thing, too, was, like, I just don't really care about the new characters. Poe was cool in the I, beginning. I, I, I mean, this one, he was kind of annoying. I was kind of like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're talking too much. Just shut up. He's, like, always yelling and always uptight. Yeah, I was, I like, actually, I actually really love, I actually really love the whole side quest, but I don't, I don't totally I love, like I don't totally love Rose and Finn. I don't totally love Rose and Finn in the side quest. Like, I love everything else that happens, but I don't totally I love them in the side quest. Well, I, well, it is pointless, but I actually yeah. really like the way they do that. Like, again, I think Ryan Johnson is like, I don't know. To me, his interpretation of things and the way he wants to approach it is very not Star Wars. And yeah. I think it really works in, a, in, a, in, a, in, in, in that way. I think it really works. Like, like yes, you're not going to go on some epic side quest every movie and have it be like the galaxy-saving initiative because that's no, weird I like and boring. Quest, and that's I, I'd not how have, things work. I'd so much rather have a side quest. Like, they, they kind of they show up on this place. They get captured or something. It's like, hey, we're looking for this guy. And some leader goes something like, you can have him if you accomplish this for me. Oh right, yeah. You know, and then here goes here goes Finn and this girl on this mission for this guy in order to get. You know, that's a cool side mission. And I actually, right? and I actually felt like the side mission did have a point because I actually really like I really like the character they develop out of that Benicio del Toro's character because I think we're yeah. going to see he him was, back. He, I think, and I think, I and, I, and I think, and I think, like what comes of that and the, his betrayal, but his like his point, and because I love how he, he I love how the money. I love how, but I also love how Finn tells him he's wrong and he goes maybe, and then he just like walks off. Yeah. I love that. Right. Yeah. I think that's yeah. awesome. Like, it's almost like another Han. Yeah. That's how Han was, right? Like in the beginning, Kinda. it's like it's like yeah, yeah well, I, you know, I'm out for my own ends, and I yeah. have all the money. Yes, and, that's you know, true. Also, and also Luke, as a as sure. a counterpoint to um, all your strong females in the movie, though, what do you think of Phasma? Phasma? Yeah, Ca- Captain Phasma. Was that a girl? Yeah, she's Gwendolyn Christie plays her. She's a girl. Gwendolyn Christie. It's like it could have been oh, anybody. Yes, Phasma. Yes. You know, that, it could have um, been, been I, me I actually, in that suit. I actually liked her, um, but bested and dead by Finn. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, of course. Yeah, there's gonna be there gonna be exceptions. She won't be dead. Uh, uh, obviously. Uh, Gosh, I, uh, well, no, she went out like Boba Fett and Jango Fett. I think she's I mean. dead. I don't know. And Darth I th- Maul. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's. <laughs> I I think she's this series uh, Boba Fett. It, see, it doesn't matter because they apologize later by by Rose risking her life. You know, sacrificing her life to save Finn. So um, it, it, even, it evens out. And here's the thing that, I like about I don't Phasma. see that as being a good thing though. Like, I actually I don't, I don't see it as a good thing. I like Phasma. It doesn't make any sense. Dude, the probably one of the coolest scenes is when you know this this harkens back in my opinion to, to good old star wars is when is when he cuts the thing in her helmet and she looks out with her eye yeah no, that was mm-hmm. i was like wow that's pretty cool you know yeah, yeah. and and you know again flashes flashes in the pan and I, I actually almost think was i actually almost think the whole thing with with um rose and finn and rose saving finn was like would be kind of like 
not within feminist agenda because to me that wasn't a strong female because she saves him but not necessarily for a good reason well yeah she like, does she to lo- tell him she, we need to be sacrificing ourselves for people we love and yeah, all that kind of stuff but sure. wasn't that what he was, was doing anyway but he wasn't doing that? that I mean he literally I mean like that's true that's like, what, isn't that what he was doing that's so what he was it's doing it's really stupid but yeah. it's not how it's portrayed again the feminist sacrifice a story for but message. it doesn't matter how something's portrayed if the ultimate point is is different and to me the ultimate point is Rose was wrong and she did it for her own selfish reasons yeah because yeah, she's attracted to right. Finn you're right but Finn would have saved them and right. if Luke hadn't shown up in, they in, died. in, in visceral right. form they were all done for right because yeah. she was dumb because like if she hadn't been dumb or if she saved him and then Luke didn't show right. up they were all dead Joey, anyway it was objectively a very stupid thing but it was not portrayed that's how dumb this movie is it's something so simple that the rest of are going that was actually really stupid but they're like this was a good thing this should be celebrated okay this is how stupid this film is it can't even realize that 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 was objectively speaking okay what happened here he was doing the exact same thing that she stopped that she was going to tell him about she's going to preach to him about sacrificing his you know we got to sacrifice a lot of people who love isn't that what i was just doing was was I not just doing that? Okay, the, the, the movie in itself is is so many contradictions and so much foolishness. The feminists don't care. They're sacrificing Star Wars on the altar. Of feminism, don't we see that? Don't no. you think it's a little interesting that he was going to ram his ship into the bigger ship, but then she saved him by ramming her ship into his ship? And you don't think there's too much coincidence there that it was a very pointed remark at like, hey, this is pretty silly and kind of stupid. You you think that they just missed it? I, I absolutely think that they did not stop to think about what just happened there. Hmm. No, there, there was no room of the geeks stuff, like you're saying. Where are the geeks? You know, bring the geeks in. Going, hey, you know, you know, this, is, this does not make sense with this movie right here. You know, <laughs> actually, the force doesn't operate that way. You know, that's what they I'm need. Sure I said what that they, this what time they have is a bunch of producers with million dollar haircuts going, dude. We need to be doing this, man. Wouldn't it be awesome if we had this female character? You know, and this is all written by men. These are all writers. The men are all right. All the writers are men. And, yeah, it's and, male and, feminists. It's it's male feminists. Yeah. So that, that, that is, is that is very apologist? true. Here's the thing: they're not concerned about the story, Mike. They're just not concerned about stupid stuff like that. That the rest of us idiot knuckleheads uh, sitting our uh, on our couches eating ba- with our bag bag of potato chips, know, going, that's, "Hey, that's a little weird. Um, that doesn't really make sense. That's actually kind of self contradictory. Doesn't matter. We're here to preach the message. We're not here to tell us to tell a good story. We will sacrifice this good story on the altar of feminism. I think it was a good story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so we're going to move to... uh, Okay, I I just want to talk about one more thing before we move to closing remarks. Well, we can continue to talk. I think there are plenty of things to still address. You're right about how Star Wars gets uh, plays fast and loose with the physics. Um, Episodes 1 through 6, though, um, didn't do anything where I was like... I mean, and that's no, I mean, we should have like, we should have known crossed like, the line like right, it did this right. time. Well, they cro- they crossed the line even before Leia because they're literally dropping bombs. Yes, yeah, Ben Chappelle yeah, I saw that. the destroyer. And he was like, wait a second, they're legitimately no, dropping no, bombs in space. The Star destroyers are so awesome that they have their own gravity. Their own gravity. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. Actually, that's, that's the only dope. good way you can explain that. <laughs> that, that was a, I actually <laughs> thought that like that would be the only good way to explain uh, that. Yeah, also, explosions don't happen in space because there's no oxygen for the combustion. Right. I mean, I guess, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with them doing it. I, me realizing it and then having something cool. I, I, I guess the only other way you could explain it is uh, something they did set up a little bit in this movie, though, is that, like, since the force is in all things, it's, like, the causal, like, whatever. And so, <laughs> and so, like, is like, these like essentially, force, I, essentially you know, because, I love it. Essentially, the because the force, whatever. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it is. Essentially, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> essentially, because, 
<laughs> I sent you because the Force wanted to save Leia. That's why her eyes didn't explode. Oh, right. And because the Force needed that destroyer, wanted that destroyer dead to really, an, to really antagonize the First Order, they let the bombs drop. Uh, you'll be the coolest part is if, if, is if Star-Lord's mask went over her face right at the end. Like, <laughs> Crossover. Oh, cool. I was going to say, Where isn't Star-Lord that the wrong series? No, no. He meant in exactly what he did. Um, here's here's the thing. We see, we see that whole st- the whole scene where the uh, purple-haired girl, you know, she she does the warp speed for all the. That was actually yeah, a pretty yeah, yeah. Cool that was a, that's a lo- that that's an incredible really cinematic cool. yeah. cinematic. Yeah. Yeah. That's that awesome. Neat. awesome. The, that but neat. but but instead, of, instead of her, instead of yeah. her, it's actually Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Crossover. Yes. Um, Him with well, the, the thing the thing that frustrated me, like as I was watching the film, uh, you know, I was sitting there and like I looked around after this happened, and, like looking at like did anyone else just see that? Uh, you know, like she first off she does a stupid force float. Um, <laughs> and and you know I didn't know that was a power, but actually I was talking. I, I actually called a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago. I called uh, Apple support because my computer's not working, and uh, so I That's started talking. It's an Apple. I know Joe was gonna, Joe was going to say something. <laughs> Apple support. I, 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 I called him and I, start, and I started talking to this guy named I think his name was Chris. And we talked for like two hours. Shout out to you, Chris. Yeah, Chris, if you listen, <laughs> you're the man. Yeah. Um, and and, and, and if, that, if that's not your name, I forget your name, man. Sorry. But anyway, um, we were talking for like <laughs> the two artist hours. Known we as talked Chris. for two hours, and he used the term he used the term force float. So that's his term. It's not my term. I did not come up with it. So he used the term force float. And I said, I'm, I'm going to quote you on that on, my, on the podcast. Oh, that's awesome. But, well, actually, but what, did, you get, did anyone see what happened? How she got back on the ship? She floated back. Yeah. But they ran up to the door. They opened it up, and they pulled her in. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like they only get Has anyone out. seen any sci-fi I movie? Listen, they no, don't I care. Does anybody know anything about physics? Yes. No, 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 as soon as you open that thing what? up, do you remember? No, do you remember? <laughs> You're all no. flying out of there. No, do you guys remember when, when Darth Vader at the end of his uh, poning of everybody, the whole thing is open and they're in the middle of space and he's standing up there and his cloak's like flying. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, He's not in any atmosphere. Well, he actually <laughs> might have had the you know, force know, power the whole, to keep the whole himself gate there. Is wide but... open. He's looking down on the planet. Oh like, my gosh. They escaped. I'm like. Not going to lie, if I was as powerful as Darth Vader, I would use my force to make my cloak billow all the time. (laughs) (laughs) He's got cloak billow. But there's a problem because there's a couple of troopers behind him standing there. They're like, yeah. You know what would have been cool? If they would have been consistent. (laughs) No, no, what would have been great is if he had those troopers standing there and he's keeping them all there by the force, right? By the force, and then he just lets one stormtrooper go after he says something snarky. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. This is why you appreciate. <laughs> well, movies. This is why you appreciate well, movies like Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know sometimes you need movies like that. Yeah. Or yeah. honest, yeah. honest, honest trailers. Honest, honest, honest trailers. trailers could do plenty with this movie. Oh, yeah, yes, they could. Yeah, you know, it's, um, it's what yeah, what anyway. it, I think it would have been awesome if he was standing over looking, and the atmosphere was still retreating from the ship, yeah. and his and his cloak was being sucked out. You know, like, like oh, that would have been cool. But he was standing stock still that yeah. would have been cool. you know cool. and that would have been like okay wow you know like right. stormtroopers can totally out, not a, even care right like, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's just standing looking down and his clothes going <laughs> like that and everything is being sucked out but he's just standing there like this uh, uh, that would have been so that would have been cool these that are just been cool. so small simple ideas that why why can't we have these uh you know i was i was thinking about this the other day like how much those things affect my view of a movie uh do you remember when in um well, it absolutely destroys your um, what's the word I'm looking for immersion. Your uh, it can, yeah. 
it can't. It can, yeah. it can, Suspension yeah, that, of disbelief. That's, yeah, that's, that's, and that's what yeah. that Leia thing does. Absolutely pulls you out of the movie. Your engagement entirely can be ruined by those little things, and all of a sudden you're you're clicked out of your brain for a minute. You're like, no, no, you're you don't have a brain. Right. And then you're clicked into your brain for right. a second. Well, yeah. I think like, that's what most people, what most writers expect. Oh, the audience will notice. Yes. Uh, do you guys notice? Well, it's I mean, do you guys remember Mad Max? Yeah. Are you talking about the new one? Are you talking about the new one? The new one where he goes off and he kills that one warlord with a bomb. Yeah. The problem was he was like a mile away and when the bomb goes off, but you hear the sound as soon as it goes off. Yeah. You know, it like that yeah. and you're like okay there would be at least like three or four seconds there of like a delay and and, and that's when I, I was clicked in my brain and I was like I remembered I was sitting on my couch or I was in the theater watching this yeah. and it should never happen okay if you're making a well, good movie it's not like you are but it yeah, but Fury Road like is a good it's, movie. It's it's, it's compared yeah, yes, to yes. No, no, what you were doing though was it you is. were judging it compared to the alternative. It's still a cool scene. But when right. you're going, man, it would have been so much cooler if they would have saw a flash. Well, and then they it's, look. It's beyond. And then they feel well, the impact. Well, Dove, it's yeah. beyond. It's beyond. It would have been cooler. I'm saying it would be correct. It's it's beyond yeah. cooler. It's correct. See, I didn't physically notice. correct. You know, one thing we love about the uh, Mad Max universe yeah, how, is the, is yeah. the physics. So and, cool. and and I, and so I'm not saying oh Mad Max. Oh, I can't believe they did that. I'm just saying you know that was a small thing to me. That right. was a small thing, but that still affected my the yeah. way I viewed. Um, yeah. When I it, you want to talk about a proficient like pay, the probably the movie that I pays the most attention to detail than any other movie I've ever seen in my life, hmm. uh, Master and Commander. Okay, oh, good. when I he's going to say the Matrix. No, no, no. no. <laughs> when he when he's looking through his when he's looking through his telescope. Yeah. Okay. And and in the in the in the fog in the opening scene and and you know one of the one of the men thought he saw a boat out there, and he's looking through. And, and and he thinks he sees something. It's very quiet. All of a sudden, you see flashes of light, and then he goes down, down, and 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 and, and then then you hear the sound. Yeah, that right. was so. Well, then you hear the impact of the cannon. Yeah, the inca- yeah. Well, you hear the you hear the sound. Then you actually hear the sound as he says down. Okay. Yeah, and right. then you see the impact of the cannon. Okay, and 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 that to me affected the way I viewed that movie so much. Hmm. You know, those little to, to me, things, it, yeah. that you know, the little things like that suspended above. That makes the you rest. want to watch it. I gotta see it. Oh, I watched it again so twice good. recently because because I because I had watched. Um, I had watched uh, Pirates of the Caribbean five. And, <laughs> I came in, Joey. Wah, I came wah. in the lo- and he's watching. I'm going, "What are you doing?" <laughs> he's like, "I just, want, you know, I just want to stand. I was like, "I can't believe you're watching." Uh, this. I watched. I like that principle. Luke impression. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, for peace. Oh, really? <laughs> That's kind of how it was. I asked him why. He had no reason of why. He was just watching. It. I don't. I don't know, guys. You know what uh, we should why, do? Why were you guys? You know what we should do? We should make a like a, a little a little vlog extension of our podcast here where the three of us play Street Fighter and like when somebody loses we have to name a movie that's terrible that they have to watch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my that, man. Dude, I, that would be just oh, that would be I really begin, baby. Where I do can, I begin? I would, um, if okay, we're playing so Street Fighter, I'm going to go in reverse order. Let's go in reverse order of closing thoughts. I'll start okay. off with my closing thoughts. Uh-huh. And now and and with our closing thoughts, let's direct our attention to where where we hope this is going. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. okay. Uh, kind of like you know, I, I hope this is going here. I'm excited about where this is going, or, or, or what have you. Obviously, I'm not excited about anything. So, um, like I <laughs> said, just to, just to wrap bums. up, I I don't know where they're going with this. I, I thought the opportunity that they had to pursue where they're going with this, with Luke saying, "Don't you see that's folly?" I think they blew it. Um, and and or, or and if the, if they do, per- I hope that they pursue that. Um, I, I like your approach. You, I like Joey and Mike's approach, saying. 
they're they're following this thread of the folly of good and evil in the force. Yeah. Uh, the light side and the dark side. Okay, I, I I'm interested. So far, in my opinion, they've done a terrible job of selling it to me. To me, that's the only way I'm interested in seeing this one uh, go. We're going to get more of the same of Ray being inexplicably powerful. We're never going to an explanation. That ship has sailed. So um, already it's underwater. It's never going to come back out because we have episode seven and eight. And um, that's my view. That's pretty much my closing thoughts. You heard the rest. I screamed too much. Uh, Mike, go ahead. Your closing <laughs> thoughts, my friend. All right. Um, I really enjoyed this story's approach to character arcs to character progression uh i wish they had spent a little bit more time in the nitty-gritty philosophy of the story but in any big blockbuster movie you're probably gonna not see that because unfortunately i think producers don't give their audience enough credit to actually be able to think through these sorts of things at least i enjoy it um mm-hmm. but then again i also watch two-hour video essays on youtube about science and star wars and philosophy and all that fun stuff um but yeah, I thought this movie did a lot of good trying to correct the flaws of the previous. It didn't do a perfect job, mm-hmm. but my hope is somewhat restored, depending on the next one. I'm still hesitant, about as hesitant as I was going into this. So that we'll see where it goes. That was going to be my question to you, man. I was going to be, where do you, are you confident that? I am not move confident. Forward in a positive direction. Okay. I'm not confident. I hope. And I hate to be as cliche as this, but I expect the worst and hope for the best. Okay. Uh, unfortunately. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, that, I think that was probably my attitude at, before I saw this film. Mm-hmm. Now it's just... It's, you're it's like, you're it's, just it's ruined gone. for it. It's yeah. gone. Luke, do you think I don't it was blame better you. Than I really don't. Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. I, I think it was it was better because it had more interesting characters. And, and, and um, uh, again, I, I liked... I like Snoke's. Every time Snoke and Kylo Ren were interacting, I, I, I was enjoying it. Where yeah, there was, that was good. I'm not sure if there's anything I really enjoyed from The Force Awakens. I can't really point to say, wow, I really like this part or I really like this. The very beginning when Kylo Ren stopped the bolt in midair. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, boy. So actually, that was, you know, that was okay, dope. I awesome. back. Up until, up until she started telling him, like what well, you said, I agree yeah, with you. Up until the Millennium Falcon scene. The Millennium scene. Falcon yeah. scene, um, yeah. I, I was enjoying the movie. Nothing spectacular, but I was like, I like where the, uh, I'm enjoying this. I will say the the Kylo Ren when he came in and destroyed that camp single handedly pretty much, I was like this that was really cool. Um, they really missed a boat on that one when they started you know introducing stormtroopers with feelings and then all of a sudden we just went back to the default that stormtroopers are just cannon yeah. fodder. Uh, yeah. They really missed the boat on that oh, one. Man. Yes, another another side plot of the stormtrooper uh, philosophy and mentality. Yes, that I agree with you that they missed. Okay, Joey. All right. To me, this movie was kind of like um, X-Men Days of Future Past. Because X-Men Days of Future Past was like pretty much a movie storyline apology for all the mistakes they made in some of the previous really? X-Men movies. And so and and um and so and, that, and then they went on to make Apocalypse and that was bad. So um <laughs> you know, so I mean certainly also certainly I forget you know, I forget I forgave them. Actor. I forget yeah, actor. he is. I forgave them with uh I, I you know I was I was beginning to forgive them with Days of Future Past and then they kind of screwed that up but and they have the potential to do this too but I guess I I kind of think that I thought the ship was sunk after Rogue One and to me it's not so um, hmm. I'm 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 actually pretty excited um, this is the first time I've been excited about a Star Wars movie since probably since Clone Wars. Um, but Ew. yeah, so we don't say that word around here. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> I I'll be honest. I love I love Clone Wars. Um, wow! Yeah, wow! I love Clone Wars. Really? Ooh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love Clone Wars. I think you have to go back and Phantom watch Menace, it Phantom Menace, and Clone Wars. I love those. Movies. Phantom Menace you know, Phantom was Menace, great. I like that too. Yeah. I, I did. I love Phantom Menace and, and, and Clone to, Wars. To, and Phantom Menace is my favorite of the three, but I love Clone Wars too. I'm not saying the Clone Wars doesn't make its its mistakes, but like, <laughs> to, to me, to me, to me, Star Wars has always been about adventures like that's why i love this that's why i love the side story even though it doesn't amount to much mm-hmm. that's why i love the side story because it's a star wars adventure and to me there's some really like as a continuative whole clone wars is really pretty terrible but <laughs> as a like as a specific like when you take specific elements and scenes in that movie and what they do with it it's there's some really cool stuff in that mm-hmm. movie and that's why i like that and so that's why because like to me um re- or, um what's the third one called revenge um, of the sith yeah, revenge of the sith thank you um, Revenge of the Sith, like as a continual whole, is much more cohesive um, than than Clone Wars, and, and much better yeah, in a yeah, sense yeah. because it really wraps up or, and really leads well into yeah. into a New Hope. But but like as a movie, I just don't enjoy it nearly as much because there's not nearly as much of the adventure, and it's much more like I've turned and it's dark and all that stuff. So so yeah. But anyway, um, so this to me gives gives hope. <laughs> I guess this to me this to me this movie gets that's an interesting point that you brought up and I wish I wish we could say the same when you said that the transitions uh, Revenge of the Sith transitions well into A New Hope yeah okay right that's what you said yeah and I agree with you on that they gave a lot of attention and yeah. a lot of focus it, it really, on it really transitioning sets, yeah I wish they would have done the same with episode 6 and episode 7 yeah I agree um, I totally I, agree. I don't I think that would have been possible though because episode 6 would have been the end of the series as right. a whole I, um, what I'm saying yeah. is I wish they would have paid more attention transitioning out of episode 6 uh, into episode gotcha. 7 gotcha. as they did transitioning into episode 4 from episode 3 yeah I, I wish it would have like, like what Dove said I wish we had like a little more um, uh, you know, this is Dove's theory that, or Dove's desire that they wish, uh, wish they were a little more established. You know, um, uh, you know, we we left we left episode six with with victory. Can we come back in episode seven, maintaining that? Victory? Yeah, I, I do know, agree that, with that. The, I things agree like with that. that. Um, I, I wish the fact that like yeah, the fact that like they're totally really. destroyed at the end of six, yes. uh, and well, then we're back and somehow the first order is like the Nazi regime back yes. again. Yeah, like, come yeah. on. Yeah, and, and well, World, World War even What are they down to now? Ten. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's going even further. Yeah. No, another point. Just, just, I was just going off what you were no, saying. No, I, I mean, I agree point. with that. I think that's a great point. I mean, actually, honestly, even you're kind of right, even in the sense of the the transition between seven and eight too. Like even even at seven, like the first order takes a huge blow, mm-hmm. and then in eight they're kind of like back yeah. and kicking butt again. <laughs> they're like, like lol. Like seemingly, seemingly somehow. So yeah. no, I agree with that. Good I mean, game easy. To me, to me, this movie has plenty of. To me, this, <laughs> to me, this movie has plenty. <laughs> Sorry, to me this movie has plenty of flaws, and I think there are certain things. Um, but it kind of worked as an apology to me for for Seven, and I I am willing to forgive in some ways. So I mean, again, mm. Nine Nine might might come out and might be absolutely terrible, because mm-hmm. um, they're because I think they're definitely set up to to continue to fix and improve, mm-hmm. but they could just go they could backtrack, uh, especially with JJ at the helm, it could backtrack, or maybe or maybe I don't know. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But if Ryan Johnson is back for ten, I may still be willing to. I may still go in with a positive, because you know, I, I, there's only so much you can do with JJ. I would also say that, I guess, with with Ray's character, I am a little confused. And I, but I guess, like I said, this is Disney. I think trying to hold on to its franchise because I thought for sure J, or, um, Ray was going to be related to a Skywalker. 
Um, not because I was like buying into fan theories or anything, but because again, the, the saga is supposed to be about the Skywalkers. Uh, That's ultimately what it's supposed to, it's Mm -hmm. a family drama. That's what it's supposed to be effectively. Honestly, I think that's what JJ was gunning for. I think it was, I think it was too. And I'm not necessarily disappointed that they had Kylo do that. And JJ could easily backtrack on that because Kylo could have easily just lied to Ray to get him on his side. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, your parents aren't anything like, like, you know, come to my side. That's a good theory. And he could have easily lied. That's a good theory. Let her beat him. To, to think that she's more powerful than she actually is and then get her to turn somehow from that. Yeah. But yeah, right? so... Is that, that's, that's actually... <laughs> Kylo's a genius. <laughs> it's but like, yeah. I, I, knew you were, I knew this to plan the whole from the beginning. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he yeah, convinced so me. Confident, strong male character. S- I would have <laughs> taken <laughs> I would have taken my own on that so, bit. But I, but I think what was happening, I think the reason that Ryan did that um, might have even been more from a Disney perspective, which is that they want to carry on this. They want to egg, egg this, milk this for as much as they can. So I think they need, they know that they recognize that if they want to continue the episodes, they have to transition out of Skywalker because you can't have it be a Skywalker every time mm. and just go on and on and on. So they so they introduced this kind of rule breaker, which was just like that anyone in the galaxy can be a Jedi, and that you know there are people who are even somehow you know Darth Vader rule and you know the Emperor ruled the galaxy for however long, but there are other people out there with even higher metachlorian counts and blah blah blah. It's a bad transition, but I'm kind of hopeful that maybe this, if we're really going to get more than just episode seven, eight, nine, that maybe this will be a bumpy transition into something better. But it might just be a feminist agenda knockoff. So I'm willing to accept that it might be either. Um, and so, and I'm, I'm, I'll take if it's good, I'll take it. If it's not good, then um, you know I'll bash it. Mm-hmm. But this one I really liked. I would say um, I'd, I'd probably give this an eight out of ten. So I know we haven't really talked numbers too much. Right. Like we sometimes do, but to, I think for me this was an eight out of ten. Noted. So, um, yeah, and like and there were even there were even other small issues that I probably didn't even mention <laughs> that I had. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's a flawed movie, but I think it it, it kind of worked as an apology to me. So yeah. hmm. eight, eight out of ten. You your official? Huh? Official number? Yeah. Okay. Now get out. Get out. No, that's <laughs> no, okay. okay. I'm, I'm like a joking. five, exactly. Guys, yeah. if I'm not on the uh, right to our middle. listeners, if I'm not on the next podcast, you know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I think I think metachlorians, that kinda sounds like an underwater species that Aquaman <laughs> has to fight. <laughs> he controls them. Out of all the Metachlorians have taken over Atlantis. <laughs> I'm glad you picked Aquaman, one of the well, anyway. I don't mind. know, I just had that like thought in my head. Your closing thoughts though. Um yeah, it's, I don't know. It's kind of like, um, like I said, I'm exactly a five. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, 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 at this point, I really, honestly, don't really care where it goes. Yeah. Um, it crashing and burning makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Them improving also makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of uh, Joey mentioned actually Star um, X Men. I, I think my it's kind of sums up in this a little bit too. You know, you said X Men Days of Future Past yeah. kind of was an apology for yeah. everything else. It was an attempt to correct. Attempted to correct everything. Here, correct. I, I think here's. Where I'm coming from with all this, I never watched Days of Future Past. Oh, okay. And the reason is I never got there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. You know, um, yeah. I don't know if I'll last too long to get to if there is. I don't feel like this one is an apology. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll get to that. Yeah. Um, if there is one. Uh, but I was thinking here, could, can I be, you know, awakened, I guess, back up to... And I was thinking while you guys were talking, it's like if something were to get me interested again, you know, what kind of w- it would it be? Yeah, what would it look like? Yeah, not the Han and Solo solo movie. No, um, <laughs> but you know, it's cool because I'm not I'm not hating on it either. 
You know, I mean, I'm just really just like. Although Luke, um, we actually might get some. I'm sorry, Dev. I interrupted no, you. Okay. One second. I, I, we actually might get some confirmation to some of Luke's theories based on how the Han Solo movie goes. Maybe because if Han Solo, if young Han Solo is like this, like unsure, angsty, confused, angsty character, then oh, then Luke. I, every, I will, uh, yeah, I will subscribe all, to the Luke. Yeah. Saint all, all magazine of us, after all of us, one. yeah, all of us will. Uh, hmm. All of us. Well, hey, Luke, you're gonna have to hmm. come up with something, some penalty to uh, something we have to do if if you're right about that. <laughs> And it, um, well, I mean, maybe not to Dove because I think Dove probably agrees with you. But at this point, I don't know that I totally agree. I don't know. I just I see. I, I definitely, I, really I definitely agree care. that the agenda is there, but right. not in all the ways that I think right. that you see it. Um, I would like to see. Like, I think if you bring back the Knights of Ren, I'll be a little more interested. Yeah. I thought maybe we'd have more of that in here, and we didn't. Yeah. Uh, I suspect I, that the Red Guard are the Knights of Ren, and they're all dead. And Kylo killed them all, which yep. is another reason why he's so. You mean, you mean Ray killed them all? Well, Ray and Kylo Ren killed. Well, him. well, Kylo I, Ren needed help. She she really killed him. Yeah, but right. Kylo Ren took on two of them at one time. While yeah, but while he needed help. Ray was getting beat by one. Wait, Ray know, gets man. help too. Ray gets help yeah. too. She would have died end, so was, hard. He was being held, and she uh, had to come. Right. She okay. beat all her people. He needed help with no. no she helps. was being held no, at hers. He, yeah, he at the same her. time. He helps he her. Did help her once. He helps her first, and then she helps him. Yep, it's mutual. But but you know what though. Who cares? That's my uh, fan theory. It's, it's, it doesn't matter. It's all just whatever. Um, so I, I, I mean, that would be that would be neat because they did mention Knights of Ren in it. I don't know if you met, uh, heard it or not. Well, the the Red Guard. Where he is, said, is, where, well, mm-hmm. well, where Luke specifically said Kylo and a few others. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm like, oh, that's the, a Knights the, of Ren. The Red Guard. Are, the Red Guard are the few others. Bringing, bringing kills out all his best friends. Of, some type of cool team that he runs yeah, yeah. would be interesting to me. I. You know that would be neat. Um, oh, I, I another I'm, thing Mike too, and I discussed about the fact that the red guard was the others, like the ones that he brings well, you from know Luke, I, I and can, now they're all and now they're all dead. I can honestly say because his whole you know kill the past that would make sense because that, that would have made the force and that yeah, and that would have made and that would have made sense in terms of his whole kill the past. But here's he had the thing, to, he had to he had to. Because he had to come to terms with that himself. He killed his father. Okay. He thought his mother died. Um, and then even though he didn't kill her, he knew she was going to die. And then he has to kill all his old friends. Like, you know, I don't know. And kill his master all yeah, at the same time. Yeah, and kill his master all the Which same time. Which is the real true, you know, we talked about in Force Awakens, you know, he kills his father. And that should have cemented him in the dark side. But it didn't. But killing his master did. The rule of two. Anybody who knows about that knows mm. that in order for an apprentice to become a master, he's got to kill his master. Yeah. So it's interesting. It could be why he's more and Ray is supposed to be apprentice. Sithy. <laughs> it's actually funny that we mentioned 007 because to be double O, you had to kill two people. Yeah. Truth. Sorry. Doug, very go interesting. Ahead. Yeah. Um, we keep interrupting I you. I apologize. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> Poor right. guy. Um, I, I think the only way for Ray to really be a character that I really enjoy is if she goes full on dark side and becomes like another Ventress. I, I would be very interested to see that. Mm. I agree. Um, I think that would be really cool to watch. Yes. I don't know if it would, I, you know, who knows if anything like that would ever happen. Who knows if anything that I think would be cool is ever going to take place? Probably not. Um, but it, it turns out, <laughs> it, listen, it turns out that the stuff that I do think is cool, I really don't care about anyway either. I mean, it's really gone full on. I really don't give a rip. Um, if they go down and just kind of ruin everything, that totally makes sense. I felt like <laughs> I felt like their opportunity to, f- if we were to say fix mm. Star Wars and go with you know um, a different approach to Jedi mm-hmm. and changing them and a different approach to 
the story of how the light side and the dark side work. I felt like they had that opportunity and failed. Mm. I, I, yeah. With The Force Awakens, I feel mm-hmm. like it's been there. And so now we're kind of redoing it again. Yeah. Uh, until proven otherwise, they've failed in that category to me already. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't that think, is very fair. Yeah, and I, I don't think it will be fixed. Um, but I really don't care if it is. It's right. kind of... it's. It, I don't want to say it's dead to me because I'll still go see them. <laughs> you know, I, I still will go see it and I'll sit there and be somewhat entertained. Well, we're going to cool make you go see them. So that's fine. You know, and, and I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I'll get my popcorn and I'll, I'll enjoy it. Maybe, maybe you maybe can sum it up movie. with, um, instead of saying you're dead to me, maybe saying, it's I don't, I don't know though. you anymore. I don't yeah. know you You're anymore. still alive. You're not dead, but I just don't cool, know you man. anymore. You're a different person. I, I can honestly I say, like, if, if they came out and just straight up, yeah. Killed Kylo Ren in the next one, and everybody gets all pissed off. I can totally tell you, I'd be like, the way this has been going, I, I, who who the heck knows? And right. that's all right, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, so I guess that's where I'm on it. But I would, I, I would be more interested and more excited to see a complete Ray turn to the dark side. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if you bring back the Knights of Ren and actually have them like really do some pretty cool stuff, I mean, to yeah. me, that to me, they don't even have to go that far. They don't even have to. They don't even have to. To make Ray go to the dark side, although I admit that, that I did, I do like that idea. I mean, we talked about that before that we we thought they might swap them if they were smart. That Kylo might go to the good side and then Ray or might have go to both the dark of them side. be on the dark side. I'd be cool. No, that's fine too. I'm. I mean, I don't think they'll go wow. that far, but I, st- I actually think they have Ray in a place. I think they have Ray in a place where they could fix her, but I'm not sure that they will, especially with J.J. Abrams at the helm. So we'll have to talk sometime about how you think they can fix her. I just, I, I just think, think that train has sailed. Maybe, but I, I don't know. I, I, again, I think the first step, I think the first, I think the first step was not making the whole movie revolve around her. Right. And, 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 and and yes. So, so she, so she might be ultra powerful, but like there's some certain things you could do with that where that almost becomes a flaw, which to me would kind of like, Mm. to me, your characters have to, like your characters can't be perfect. Not even just perfectly powerful, but just perfect. So you can't say like, she's super powerful and she's super cool. Cause then you're just writing fan fiction. Like that's what all that's like that's one of the major biggest yeah. issues with fan fiction is that nobody knows how to balance anything and so they're just like yeah. my character could do this and they could do this and you right, know yeah. they're yeah. a transgender helicopter yeah. who's also a, a scientist <laughs> who who cured cancer <laughs> and and uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and they have yeah. a and they have a yeah. and they have a bisexual best friend who yeah it's just ridiculous. Yeah. well and, and that's what, when I look at Ren that's exactly what I think this is like right. fan fiction this yeah. is exactly yeah. like. Yeah. What if, if, if an overzealous fan yeah, got his hands on this a- character and said, like, absolutely. she's like, bro, she's like so powerful. Like, she doesn't even need training. Like, she just like, Luke knows who? what to do. Yeah. And like, Luke I'm still is back like, on the like, transgender helicopter. Like, I don't want to bust on <laughs> too much. <laughs> but like, said, that's right. even Luke, like, can't even like hold a candle. You know what I mean? Like, she's like <laughs> so well, powerful, Joey, man. Joey, Joey uh, said it just that's there. That's what I think is going Luke, on in that room. At the end of Force Awakens, he actually just said it. What? The, how I felt at the end of The Force Awakens when she's going off to find him. Yeah. The whole thing I'm thinking is, okay, First Order's pretty much destroyed. Um, Kylo Ren's beaten. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Darth Vader being beaten. Yeah. Darth Vader. It's kind of over. Yeah. yeah. Darth Luke. Vader. That'd be, like, that'd be a she's cool. Like, she's next. like off to, off to find Luke and I'm sitting there going, who the heck needs him? Let him go off yeah. and be his thing. We I got know. Rey. Yeah. <laughs> who needs Han? We got Rey. Yeah, that's right. Who right. needs Chewie? He'll die. We got Rey. Yeah. So right. who needs uh, anything? Yeah. We got Rey. Yes. You know, that's yeah. how it was. But you're right. It's like, who needs Luke anymore? And that was really, a, a, at the end of that, man, I was just like, 
This is really terrible writing. But anyway, well, that that I, just, I, I mean, they I, could. I, just, I mean, if they wanted to parody themselves, they could have actually fixed Ray that way. If Luke, when he makes that joke about what do you want me to do, go out in front of the go out in front of the whole first order and take him on with a what does he say? Uh, with a laser stick. With a laser stick. If Ray said, "Oh yeah, we don't need you for that. I'll just go do it." That's that's what they should. Right, have. right. <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. If you, I mean, if that's what, yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Then yeah. I, you won't hear me to be nearly as positive next time. So yeah. yeah. Well, right, which could be, but yeah. Um, so those are those are my final thoughts. Um, I, I, the biggest thing is they had an opportunity to bring the force into the next generation. It was golden, and bring it to us. And yeah. here's the new oh, thing yeah, we're I doing. They they completely, epically, completely epically failed in every aspect in that regard. Yeah, millennials and, um, ruin everything. <laughs> yeah, millennial Feminists feminists and. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you see, millennials you are still see, putting out I mean, good movies. Some of the stuff J.J. Abrams even was saying in the back rooms, that some of that stuff came to light. Do you remember reading that stuff? No. Really, really weird politically correct stuff he was saying about race and women about this movie and what they were going to do to it. Yeah. You know, he was saying, they were saying what these things. What did I things. say? This is more about propaganda than it is about story. Well, the first one was, and I think, I, no, and this did look, because of the plugs and, and you They're know, and here's their explaining like stuff, I think they did do an element of, we're listening to you guys, we realize that it may be a little too far. Um, but I think though, if they're they saying stuff like that in, in the press interview, then what are they saying behind it's closed Hollywood. doors? It's Hollywood. That's all what they talk they about. What are saying behind it's, closed It's Hollywood. Doors. But, um, well, behind I think closed they've doors, already Harvey, failed at it. Harvey Weinstein has his clothes off. But. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. really. But um, I think that, I, yeah, I think the ship has sailed, and I think they've they've really failed at that. And I don't think they're going to fix it anytime soon. But I do th- still think it is possible. I don't necessarily know how. Yeah. But um, yeah. But if they if they don't fix it, cool man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'll, I'll go see it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, thank you so much. Solely to, to Star Wars. We'll probably talk about it again in the future. Um, oh, oh, for sure. Oh, for yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, because the Hollywood universe is kind of revolving around Star Wars right now. Uh, although, we have a couple things although with to look the negative to. negative feedback, it might be moving away. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, so go ahead. What, what, uh, next month, we're going to do the Agent hmm. Awards. Yes. And we're going to get, be handing out some prizes for uh, Best Film. Uh, of 2017, we will all give our own uh, winners of Best Film 2017 and a few other categories as well. We're giving out a total of nine awards, three each. Um, so uh, thank you so much, Mr. Michael Work. Hey, thanks for having yes. me. Yes. I had a great time. We'll have you back. Perspective. I'm, I'm, Absolutely. I'm Mike, did, yeah. Mike is going to be coming back and joining us, uh, joining us again for future episodes. Thanks, everybody. Well, let so us know much. if you like him because you hated him. Then. Yeah. <laughs> he hated listening to the grating sound of his voice or something that we won't invite him back. Oh, man. Thank Hi, you guys. so much, everybody, for listening. We will Gee, be thanks, str- guys. Be strong and courageous, my friends. Oh, we will see you next time. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Streetwise Theology, brought to you by the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society and Reconstructionist Radio. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com and thinkandreform.org. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His kingdom.